The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Has to be said, the new album from Stephen Page, from which that comes from, man alive, it's a joyous rumble through pop. And here's the thing, right? I'm going to buy it. You can't order it on CD at the moment on, from Amazon. I will buy it on CD. But get this, Alan. I've got, I've, I've got free Spotify for three months. Oh! Yes, and I'm prepared to give up my login details so that all of you can have it too. No, I just, uh, every now and then, he, Spotify email me saying, would you like to have Spotify for 99 pence a month for three months? No, thank you. And then they sent me a thing saying, would you like to have free Spotify for three months? I went, yes, please. But here's the thing, because I'm not stupid. I put a reminder in my phone a week before that three months is up. Cancel your Spotify subscription. Otherwise, you'll they'll get, get the money out of your bank account. And that'd cover like nine ninety nine a month. It's something like seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine, nine ninety five, eight eight ninety nine. Something like that. It's more money than I want to spend on uh, on music. I want my music should be free. And you and you just bought a new house. Um, no, that was about six weeks ago. And you, and you still pay for some new stuff for it. Oh yeah, that, you mean that house? Yes, absolutely correct. Um, so, I, well, but I, I'm still old-fashioned. I still like um, owning the CDs. I still what want CDs. I, I don't buy. I wouldn't buy new vinyl. It's not worth it. It's because they because they don't um, they don't press it like they used to press old vinyl. I, it, I would buy when I say I wouldn't buy new vinyl. I, I would not buy. He said suddenly remembering he sells new vinyl. I wouldn't buy. Um, uh, like a, a a new print of an old album on vinyl because it's overly expensive and it won't sound as good as the old vinyl. Because it doesn't sound as good. Like the original. Yeah, it doesn't sound as good because it's coming from a different source. So the original, uh, generally, there's exceptions. The original's coming from a tape. Kath, could you just press the aircon button pl- on, please? Um, and the new one's coming from like a WAV or an MP3 or something. So, oh, no. so I will not be. I no, I like um, my I like my CDs and I like my classic vinyl and cassettes. Uh, yeah, and cassette. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like cassette. Uh, yeah. Um, you don't see many cassettes nowadays. Depends where you look. I mean, in the record stores, you don't get them nowadays. No, in the record stores, no. Well, they 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 tried to make a comeback like um, vinyl did, and so some people thought, hey, cassettes might. They didn't, but um. If you come to my uh, house, farm, farmhouse, you'll see loads of cassettes. Got, I've got, I've got a shelf full of cassettes. What was the first cassette you ever bought? I don't remember. I think it was Missing Links Volume 2 by the Monkeys. I never really liked buying albums on cassette. I, I, used, I just used to tape them. Uh, I didn't like buying them. I thought that was... I remember once I bought a, uh, a mini-disc, Best of Billy Joel. On mini disc, stupid. Well, I never did that. The best of the birds, and uh, the best of Billy Joel. Not the best of Billy Joel. The one where he's um, sat on the the steps. Innocent man. Um. Yes. 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 That's the one. You're interesting. And I've what? got some news on the entertainment front. Oh yeah. What's that? You know, Millionaire had a rerun with Clarkson. Oh, yeah, I'm glad that ended. That was the worst experience. That was the worst week of television ever. Thank God that was over. Well, I've got some bad news for you. It's coming back for a new series oh, next year with Clarkson sh- back in the hot seat. Shut up, and I think he's confirmed it. Oh, balls. And this is the last series of Big Brother. 
Yeah, Channel 5 have confirmed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry, they're putting in the usual mix of boobs, nut jobs, and sexual deviance. I've auditioned for Big Brother 1. I bet you did. It was for Series 5 when it was on Channel 4. That's great news. And I was on Big Brother's Little Brother. Thanks for calling, Alan. Thank you. Bye bye. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. How you doing, Kath? I'm all right. Yeah, that was well swerved. Yeah, <laughs> I could see where we were going. Friday night, no. yeah. It's totally. Friday night, and Nothing. I just got paid. I did just get paid today. I did you? Yeah, it's exciting times. I'm what still not gonna, as poor as I was before. Going to go out on the Raz? Uh, go out on the pull I'm tomorrow? Here. I'm stopping here till one. No, tomorrow I'm ferrying the children around as usual. That's what I do on a weekend. Parties and that. Oh, kids! Kids always got parties. I know. So many parties. They got to celebrate. Um, freedom from the depression that is life. Uh, yeah, I got the kids. The kids. I've uh, got the kids tomorrow. Um, taking them home with me, and uh, got some nice, nice activities planned. Giving them cow pollen sleeping. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a joke. I'm joking about drugging my children. Yes, it's a joke. I've got some nice things planned. Got some nice food in. Uh, bought a couple of new, new couple of uh, new old Xbox games that yeah. you you can play because a lot of them are just one or two player, but these ones you can have up to four players. So it's the three of us. We can play those in the evening. Bought a third controller so we can have a little bit of three way. So it's not a passive thing. It's we're all involved. They can sit on sofas. They can sit on sofas now. Although I told my uh, youngest, he's oh. I like the beanbags. Have okay. you thrown them away? I said, I know I've, I've kept them. He said, good, because if you ever threw those beanbags away, I'd make you sell your house. Oh. Well, actually, he said, no, I'd make you unbuy your house. I went, okay, well, well I'll keep them then, in that case. You don't want to buy that. He was in a weird mood tonight, the uh, the youngest. He was, um, again, saying he's, he's um, really looking forward to my cat dying so we can get a kitten, because <laughs> um, kittens are cute and Velvet isn't. Oh, she is. Mm. Um, she's getting a cat flap tomorrow. Does she know? Mm-mm-mm, I'm keeping it a secret. You're never going to see her again. Well, this is the thing. I've got to hope that she... I don't think she likes pooing in her own back garden, right? But she's too old to get over the... F- and the fences are very well secured, so she's too old to get over into next door's garden. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be... Um, uh, also, the cat flap's a little bit too high for her because she's so old. So I've got to put steps in on either side. On the inside, that's fine. I've got some VHS tapes. Old school. Make a nice little step out of VHS tapes. On the outside, I'm not quite sure what to do. Um, but uh, we'll come up with something. But I'm just—I'm I'm getting rid of the litter tray tomorrow. So fingers crossed, she knows what that means. Could you please, when what? you do the outside steps, mm. could you please get some sort of like lighting thing rigged up so that she looks like—I mean, because she walks like Tina Turner. Oh yeah, I want to see her come down those steps oh, like she's do doing woven. We could do it like um, like Michael Jackson saying. So when she steps on one, it lights up. Beautiful. That's all I want. If Some anyone, dry ice. If anyone can help. With uh, 0344 499 here's the, ah, Here's the thing we meant to say yesterday. Where the hell are our two logbooks? Yeah. So who's, who's got the two logbooks? Eben had Eben's it. got one and, Ro- and Ross has got the other. Who's Ross? He's in my book. Right. He was a nice one. But again, you gave it to someone that um, I don't think uh, phones very much. OK, well, Eben has moved now to college. He's high on um, Popper's ecstasy and um, snake bite. No, it'd be fresh as flu now. So, Eben... Did you, where, Eben, did you send us it back? Recorded delivery. This is the thing, man. Two, the two books gone missing now. Don't make me buy another one or two. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Dave. Oh, good evening. I was absolutely thrilled by your Where is the Logbook 
chat from a little earlier, and I decided to call in. Oh, well, thank you. Um, where, where, what has Eben done with it? We think Eben has done a runner with it. Oh, for Eben's sake. Oh! <laughs> My youngest wrote a joke today. Oh. He wrote a joke, and it's funny. It's a great joke. And he was so... When he did, said it, I, I said... Because I saw him right. I saw him coming up with it. Um, I said, you just wrote a joke, and it's a proper one. He looks so pleased. So this is his joke, all right, Dave? I'm listening. I'm all ears. He's six, right? Mm. What... And he came up with this, and he was so thrilled. What do mummy bees say to their naughty children? I don't know. I don't know. What do they say to their naughty children? Oh, beehive. <laughs> Sam's pulling the face like so. Oh, geez, yeah. He's six, Sam. He's Might not. six years old. Misery. I was thrilled with that. Huh? Buzz off doesn't make sense. It does. Well, no, it doesn't. You wouldn't tell a kid to buzz off. You tell them to behave. I heard you talking to your kids. No, but you tell, you tell them to oh, behave. You mean you'll, you'll drug them quite happily? And yeah, very happily. Like... Very happily. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, I just wanted to let you know Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Dave He's a caller to the show, a new caller to the show We've never spoken before, he's literally just called in And this is how the show works People phone up and they say stuff and we respond So, ladies and gentlemen, would you please give a round of applause It's Dave, well done oh, Dave Thank you, it's welcome. I'm caller It is nice to be uh, welcome. welcomed in such a manner Okay Dave, what have you got for us? So how does it work again? I just can ring in and talk about whatever I like That's exactly it Dave, you ring in and you talk about whatever you like. All right, okay. Um, After these adverts. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On talk radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let's go to um, brand new caller, first time caller. It is Dave. Good evening, Dave. Dave the Rave. Oh, Dave the Rave. Yeah. Oh, so nice to be welcomed on the show. It's first lovely to have you caller. on board. You're our bread and butter. We like to eat you. We like to. We like to get a knife, put some um, yellow fluid on it, spread it all over you, and then put put some chips in you, fold you in half, and put you in our mouths. You want to? Oh, you, you don't know how close to the mark you are with this. You want to get a knife and spread stuff all over me. Yes, well, I do. Yes, you've 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 almost got mm. bang on the uh, subject of my call. Mm, I want to eat you, Dave. I want to swallow you whole. Well. Changes are afoot. Mm. I was in hospital yesterday. Oh, well done, Dave. And pick up the nurses and the doctors who work in Britain's hospitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from the crap ones. I did go private, though. Big up, big up, big up, Booper. (laughs) 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 Yeah, private's much better than the the scummy NHS for all those scumbags that can't afford it. Who'd want to go to an NHS hospital, all those dirty scumbags? (laughs) Wouldn't want to touch. Wouldn't want to touch. So you know they don't change the sheets for five years. Oh, just the five. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Must be better downside. So I was in. Yes, Dave. Hospital. Had a vasectomy. He's had oh. his willy chopped off. Davis had his <laughs> willy chopped off. But what will the gene pool do without you? Thrive. The, the ginger gene pool. Oh. <laughs> so yes. Um, I wanted to tell.
tell you... Stop the clock, her. stop the clock. Ross has texted in, don't worry, the logbook is safe and being filled in. So that's one. Where the hell is, is this deviant Eben? Eben only knows. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> hey, so that is a joke. I've just written a joke. So Eben, first day at university, right? First day, Eben's first day at university. And, uni. Uh, sorry? Uni. Or as we call it, first day at college, right? And uh, he goes into a friend, he goes into what he thinks is a friend's um, room in halls of residence. And he realises very quickly he's got himself involved in not one, but two. Sex rings? No, not sex rings. Two illegal trades, two illegal illegal deals. And Mm. you know how he knew that? Because the guy he was with, a guy called um, Ryan, pulled out a pill in one hand and um, a tusk in the other. And he went, Eben, Ian, Ivory. <laughs> oh. Yeah? That huh? wasn't forced at all. Hey, it wasn't. It wasn't. That <laughs> did your six-year-old write that one as well? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Rebony and Ivory. Way too high for that. What was I thinking? Oh. I, was a, I was optimistic. I was a dreamer. You know, Ian, if yes. I'd have rung in before... Yes, mate. The last time I would have rung in, we would have probably sang Say, Say, Say together. Say, say, say what you want, but don't leave me with no erection. Oh, flipping. All alone. Um, so I had a vasectomy. <laughs> me. <laughs> well done. What Baby! Do you want? I, had a, I had a vasectomy yesterday. Please stop saying you had a vasectomy. OK. And I was serenaded on my way out of work. Oh, yeah. Um, I work in a, in a factory. Yes. Some lads that are, you know, gallows humour. Yes, yes. And they all got out their bolt cutters and their Ooh. shears and Ooh. their scissors and standing knives. Wow. And they, first of all, they sang um, Rip It Up and Start Again. Oh, that doesn't really work, actually. And they also yeah. sang, oh, what was the other one? Never sing it. First cut is the DP. That's a good. That one works. That one yeah, works. Yeah. I like Hello. that. Yeah, I, I just like wanted that. to. As a first time caller, yes. I don't know how this works, but I okay. thought I'd see if anyone else could come up with any good vasect to me. Okay, yeah, I know one. Your dick don't work no more. Your dick don't work no more, no more. You're never gonna make a baby. Never gonna do it again. No, because the idea is in. They're yeah. not just. Random songs oh, that real you make songs. up on the spot. Real songs, sorry. OK, I yeah, do apologise. Yeah, yeah. Well, called in for this. Dredge, you're on to um, Dave's vasectomy um, song Hotline. line. What have you got for us, yeah. Dredge? Well, um, I don't know how it sounded to you, but it sounded like he had a vasectomy. Mm-hmm, of his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you want me to continue with this subject? Um, unfortunately, um, for legal reasons, Dave's penis... Uh, has to be touched on by every caller tonight. Henceforth. Henceforth and thencewent. Um, well, that, that, Dave, that it's, a great, it's a great phone-in, Dave, and I look but forward... For first-time call, it's not too bad. It's not too shabby. Uh, what are we talking about, the call or your penis? Because... <laughs> the call. Why, the, uh, why, did you, why, did you, why did you get it done? Because um, I don't like surprises. <laughs> How did they do it? Did they, um, because they, they burn it off now, don't they? What? They made very tiny little incisions, they, yeah. and they 
apparently the scissors were quite um, blunt. I could hear them saying that because I only had oh. a local anaesthetic. Yes. And they chopped them, and I believe they um, tied a knot in it. No, I don't think they... T- I don't think or they... Vaz Deferens or Vaz Deferens or whatever his name is. I don't think they do that. I think that they burn it. They burn it shut. So what song could we have? Burn it shut. Burn, baby, burn. David's penis! It's not the penis that they burn. Right. Anyway. Okay. Yes, well, thanks um, for calling, Dave. I'm getting bored now, so I'm going to cut you off. All the best. There we go. Good evening, Dredge. Sorry you got dragged into that. A little bit, uh, little bit um, shoddy and um, inappropriate the last few minutes there. But it's Friday. Everyone's got that Friday fee. T- TFI. Uh, thank uh, Flip. It's uh, TFI... T TGI TGI Fridays, the home of great ribs, on their serving staff. You should see the what they put on the plates. That's from the serving staff that they fired. I love ribs. That's, that's your sponsor, is it this evening? Um, ribs, yeah, human ribs. We're tonight. We're sponsored by Human Ribs. Yeah, they're not doing as well as they used to. Mm. What have you got for us tonight, Dredge? Well, you know the old Second World War? That was a bit negative, wasn't it? That was a little bit... It was a li- Hang on a I second, mean, sorry, I'm being walked... Where, where on earth do you think you're going, young lady? OK, fine, thank you. All right, she's doing a good thing, but still, I still disapprove. World War Two was, was a Cass bummer. walked out on me. Yes. No, it won't be the first time. No. Huh? But you know the, uh, yeah, the Second World War, I mean, why didn't they have oh. something like... Something different, like a jumble sale or something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, what? Something where they could give, you know, give give proceeds to charity. What instead of invading Poland? Yeah, uh, yeah. You've, you've heard of it, have you? I've heard of it. Yeah, I saw a film about it once. What are you eating? You, is it human ribs? No, I'm, suck, I'm sucking a tooth. Sucking a tooth. He said qu- quickly, just in case it sounded like he said something else, and I realised I was on the radio. I'm sucking a tooth. You haven't got a gap in your teeth, have you? No, I think one of them was a little bit sore. I had a sore tooth today, and I thought, oh, man. But when I get that, I just have a good old scrub, and it seems to sort everything out. That's always useful. Always very useful. Yep, 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 yep. But, yeah, uh, a couple of things I've called in about. First of all, uh, you know... Angela's Paranormal Activities YouTube channel. Yeah, keep going. I'm just, just, we're, we're just sort Are you of walking out, out on me now? You're walking out on me now. Down one. I think that's a good compromise. Yes, Everyone's Angela's walking away. Paranormal Activities channel, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking of setting up a, a channel in response to that called Dredge's Normal Activities. Okay. Just, it would just be videos of me buying a newspaper... Or just having a cup of tea, yeah. watching television, things like that. Well, she she illegally streamed a football match that was being broadcast on Sky. So she she hung up when you said that. Yeah, she got well because she got busted. I, I work she did. I work for Sky now. We are you know do we? No, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, we will not tolerate illegal pirating of any sports. Yes, and I think we should uh, ban all sports yeah. as a result. I'd be up for that. I'll be up for that. That's my opinion. I've had too much coffee today, Dredge, and I'm I'm feeling ragey. I'm raging. Oh yeah, raging. I'm feeling really weird. Yeah, man. I'm I'm sort of exhausted, but I'm sort of buzzing as well. So okay. I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, what happens? But uh, interesting, interesting news. Um, the Being Frank documentary, I believe, is going to be shown next month at the BFI. Everyone should go and see it. It's Steve Sullivan's a genius. Everyone needs to go and see it. It's a work of art. Had me in tears, had me laughing. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, everyone, everyone needs to go and see it. And that was before you even went in cinema, yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm a very emotional kind of guy. All right, Dredge, anything um, else before I cut you off? There's a new Bill Murray documentary coming out as well. OK, thanks very much for calling. Um, the Super Swingers, Batman, will lure sex fans into web. Swingers will dress as comic book idols Batman and Catwoman at a superhero sex party. The raunchy wife swappers will marvel at each other's costumes on a catwalk to get their spider senses tingling. It should be spidey senses. Guests will then rip off their tights. I'm doing this for Ken, by the way. This is like me putting up the bat signal for Ken because it gets him horny. Guests will then rip off their tights, discard their capes and test their superhuman powers of endurance in a night-long orgy until 3am. Well, that's not night-long, is it? Yeah, it won't be, um, be spiderwebs that he's spraying out everywhere. Organisers at tomorrow's Comic Con Noir Bash... Hang on. Sam, aren't you going to that? Yes, he is. Uh, at the Townhouse Sex Club... In Bur- Can you find this online? Let's see if we can get one of these people to talk about this. Organisers to tomorrow's Comic Con Noir bash at the Townhouse Sex Club in Birkenhead, Wirral, yeah. are charging £25 per couple. They say the night is for uh, kinky players who like to mix fantasy with reality. The organisers added... Calling all geeks, superheroes, villains and cosplayers. Bring your alter ego along. Don't be embarrassed to wear those skin-tight superhero tights. They reveal more than they hide. But when we went to the Comic-Con, the official Comic-Con, it was, a lot of it was very... quite kinky, wasn't it? A lot of it was very kinky and very sexy. And I must admit, Catwoman, for me... Um, uh, what was the name of the, the original Catwoman? Judy Numa. Uh, yeah, yeah, Julie Newmar. Julie, yeah. She's in an episode of The Monkey's Well, Julie Newmar. She, as, as like a, a 9, 10, 11-year-old boy, she had a profound impact. I mean, that Julie Newmar as the Catwoman, she's still around Julie Newmar. I think she's like 81. But her as the Catwoman is the... Here we go, this is the phone-in. Who is the most sexy character on TV, male or female, ever? For me, female... Julie Newmar as Catwoman. Not, not Eartha Kitt, not Michelle Pfeiffer, although she's good. Halle Berry was good. But Julie Newmar, it's because it, it, she had those kind of sort of 60s style hips. You know when hips were the thing? She had these l- wonderful hips. Tiny waist. Tiny waist. Big bows. And that belt that was just kind of at a jaunty angle. And just, man, what an attitude. And I remember at the age of 11 or 12, I had um, a very confusing dream where I was hanging out with her, and she didn't have any trousers on. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, everything else was on, but the trousers weren't so on. So she's like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was incredible. Um, uh, who would you say is the sexiest male character For ever, me? ever in television? Uh, Sylvester McCoy as Doctor Who. No. Amos Brearley. Tell you... Uh, no. I'll tell you who, who oh, did, three, four, who four, did four, it for nine, me nine, back nine, in the thousand. day. Yes. Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I, don't, I never saw that. But then that. there was a spin-off with just him in it, and he was kind of stupid in it. I liked him when he didn't say very much. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't like people who talk uh, to be my sexual partners. <laughs> oh, that's, that's why I was so upset when that Italian um, doll brothel closed down. <laughs> I wanted to go and have a, a little bit of fun with Jemima and Hamble. Oh, three, <laughs> four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. 
Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Chuck Winkle. Hello. Hi, Ian. Hello, Chuck. Right. You guys want to sound very exclusive tonight. Okay, very, very muffled, Chuck. Are you um, are you in a, a, a baked bean can? I'm not. I can speak a bit louder. Well, if you could just speak a bit clearer and closer to the phone, that would be awesome, if possible. I don't want to... Right. Uh, um, uh, hello? I saw it, it, it's, it's a very stressful time. We've got uh, the biggest news I've ever brought you. Okay, fantastic. Away you go. Um... Don't know if I've got clearance for this, but uh, oh. I'll, I'll announce it. Right, I am currently in a room with an actual UFO. An alien. You are you are you with a UFO or an alien? It's an it's an alien. A real life alien come down from space. So not a UFO. He you he was one. Um, he crashed. Okay. Um, well, uh, where is this room? I can't actually tell you that right now, Cowboy, but okay. Area 51. Okay. And um, how did you get there? From a road in a jeep. Okay, in a jeep, yeah. And what does this guy look, uh, this alien, sorry, gender non-specific, what does, do they look like? A, a like one of... Uh, as humans, yeah, but uh, he's like a fat, fat human. He's like a fat human. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we we got a special uh, NASA guy here going to translate. If you'd like to uh, ask him questions. Okay. Um. Well, first question is, what what is your name? Right. Uh, he asked him, "What what is your name?" If you could type that on the screen. Okay, what we do is we type it on the screen in his language and he reply, right? Okay, I think I've got this, yes. Typing it. It's on the screen. <laughs> right, we're just putting that through computer. Alright. He says his name is it's for you Western translation Brian. Brian, okay. And where is where is Brian from? Uh, where is where's Brian from? You typing it. That's it on screen. Uh. <laughs> so he's he's typing it and saying it. No, we. Who's t- who's typing and who's speaking? Well, that's a that's a guy is writing on screen. Oh, he he's writing it in the alien language. I am the alien language, uh, alien replying in his, his language. Are you, can you hear him? Uh, yeah, 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 we can hear him, yes, yes. He, he, uh, what, what, uh, what did you ask him again, Cowboy? Go oh, off the screen. Where is he from? Oh, uh, yeah, he's he from Uranus. Um, what, does he come in peace? Uh, does, he, does he come in peace? Typing it. Right. 
It's a big one. Um, no, and it, it, it no. He just he typed in another message. He just added a little bit of thing on end there. Right. So he doesn't come in peace. So this should we be worried about this? This doesn't sound. Um... Out, out there. What's he saying? He says, "I'm gonna bum you. I've gotta go away over, but oh, it's got my job." Okay. Gosh. Uh, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hey, man, what's going on with you, brother? That's... Sorry, language record. Your card. Just, 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 just... Right, just calm down, because this is important we get this. Right, now, you sent me a tweet earlier on. I'm going to read this tweet out. Hi, Mr Ian, and I like Jerry, because I battered him into showing respect. I need help last night. I was left on the floor for six, yes, six hours... 2am to 8am, carers and nurses refuse to assist in any way, help, I'm not feeling well, and I'm scared for my safety. So, just nice and nice and calmly, so that we get this, what, what why, how did you, you, did you fall out of bed? You were trying to get out of bed? Why were you trying to get out of bed? Just, Jerry, just, just, Jerry, just calm down. You were trying to get into. You were trying to get into bed. But why did you? Why were you out of bed? Because I stayed up too late. Okay, that's all right. I tried to. I tried to get into bed. Okay. Did they? Do they? Do you normally get into bed yourself, or do they normally help you into bed? find you a sling. Hang on, is this when you were on the floor they couldn't find you a sling? Hang on a minute, Jerry. I'm not getting all of this and it's important that we get all of this because I think we're going to send this to, to your MP who's been in touch with us. I think it's important she hears this. So we, we need to be as clear as we can. When could they not find you a sling? Was, was it when you were trying to go to bed or when you were on the floor? When you were on the floor, they came back and said they couldn't find you a sling. They couldn't find you a sling in a care home for people who've got severe physical disabilities where... Not my sling. Not my sling. A hoist. Not my pistol sling. They couldn't... They couldn't find a hoist or a sling. Uh, with respect, that sounds like utter bollocks because those places, I know because my mum lives in one, as you know, my, those places well, first of all, she has a hoist in her room um, uh, and secondly there's, there's, there's hoists everywhere
Correct. All right, hang on, hang on, we'll get to the scare bit in a second. So, you're on the floor. Did they try and make you comfortable on the floor? Did they give you a pillow or a... Or did they give you a pillow or a blanket or anything? They gave you a duvet. And that was it. It's wooden floors, so it's cold. So, okay, here's the thing then. So, they, you say that they, they got you up at eight o'clock. How did they get you up at eight o'clock? They, they found a hoist. Well, where did they find it? Jerry, just calm down a bit because the phone signal's breaking up a bit. I know that's easier said than done. You've got bloody Parkinson's, but just just try and stay as chilled as you can, man. Because we're gonna we're gonna get the audio of this. We're gonna send it to Laura Smith, who is your MP and who is who, who replied almost immediately when I tweeted her about this. And I just get the vibe, having read her bio and looked a little bit about her, I get the vibe that she's she's one of the good guys, good gals, one of the good people. So we're going to send her this audio, OK, so she knows what's going on. Um, you said in the tweet, and you said a minute ago, you're scared for your safety. Why? I'm, I'm not, uh, honest, uh, Jerry, hang on a second, honestly, I'm not getting any of this, and I get it, I, no, it's fine, it's cool, man, it's cool, because I get it, because you've had a lousy night's sleep, and you're worried, and you're anxious, and, and your Parkinson's sounds like it's going double time today, of course, um, so just, just try one more time, and just try and keep it brief, what, what are you scared of? Just falling down. I'm getting the odd word. You mentioned Manchester. Are you talking about when you came and saw us at Manchester? Alright. 
Are you are you safe now? Are, are you in bed now? Okay. Listen. I, I've emailed Staffordshire County Council because they're your council. And I noticed I looked in my Gmail and just typed in Jerry and a whole rain, you know, a whole chain of conversations where I've spoken to them before. So I emailed them at about five forty-three. Um, that what had happened, and um, they didn't get back, even though their office is shut at six. They didn't get back, which is okay. Maybe is it Friday? Maybe they went home early. So I'm really hoping that I get. Um, yeah, but the office that I emailed, that their automatic replies were open, whatever it is, nine till six, eight till six. Okay, okay. So I'm hoping that they get in touch on Monday, and if they don't, I'm going to send them another email. We're going to email the audio of this, this, this chat, to your MP, and she... I just get the vibe that she's one of the good MPs. I, yeah, okay. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed. Are you going to be safe this weekend, man? Do that thing they do in films. Can you get a chair and like wedge it under the door handle so they can't get into you? Does that does that even work? Can you do that? Can you push your bed against the door so they can't get into you? you do it, what? man. Do it. Jerry, listen. I, 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 Jerry, listen. I, I'm not I, I, honestly, man. I'm, tr- I'm really trying, and um, I'm not getting it. All right. Listen. What we're going to do is we're going to email your MP. We're going to put a clip of this up online. Probably go up on Monday, and we'll we'll make sure we we send it to the, the county council. I'm going to email them again. What I expect we're going to get are lots of apologies and an explanation as to why. And it's because they can't... Here's the thing. In care homes, people... Carers are not allowed... People will be saying, well, why don't they just pick him up? They're not allowed to. And uh, and kind of with good reason. I get it. If it were me and I saw you there, Jerry, and it wasn't my job, I'd pick you up, right? Because I, I could probably do it. But the reason that they're not allowed to bend down and pick someone up is because people are heavy and people who are, you know, moving in the way that Jerry moves are, are awkward. And it just one wrong twist, one you, someone puts their back out and they can't work or again. Or they drop Jerry. Or they drop Jerry. But it's it, it, a lot of it is, is about the safety of the carer. And I know this because when I was taking my mum out a while ago... Um, I got told off by someone in the care home because I would wheel the wheelchair up to the car, lift her up, spin her around, and put her in the car seat. I got told off by one of the carers saying you're not you're not meant to. They said you're not. Hang on. They said you're not meant to do it like that. I said what? Why? He said well you put your back out. I said yeah, I know the risk, but it's my mum. He said well you really need two people. I said well are you going to come with me to the other end then? Because I said I've, I've been doing this for years. I know the risk, but I also know it's my mum. Jerry, listen, we're going to let you go. Have, try and rest this weekend. Chill. If you can get a little bit, if you get a little bit of weed, then get that going. Don't send that to the MP, please. Clip this tight, please. Um, uh, we'll send you a little package. If you get a package from Talk Radio, you know what's in there, brother. They'll be pre-rolled as well. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, have a good weekend, Joe. We'll speak next week. Well, all right, but now you're being vulgar. Wow. We're going to cut him off, dirty boy. He's feeling better then. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand.
Could I have that clip then, Sam, please, as soon as you can? Last time when Jerry fell on the floor and was left there, what was the result? They said that they wouldn't, it wouldn't happen again. They started treating him like a king, didn't they? They treated him like a king for a while and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get this sorted. We'll get this well, sorted. Just, um, the, way we treat, um, the way we treat people who uh, are physically and or mentally less capable than others is is shameful man i see it with jerry see it with my mum although they know i'm they you know they, she gets special treatment because I, I ate i stole some strawberries you know and i'm aware of that and i'm i'm kind of grateful for it but she shouldn't get special treatment because that everyone everyone in care home should get special treatment the frightening thing is your mum and jerry are both able to tell you what's going on yeah there are people in that unit who can't we're going to get this sorted out. And oh, look, Manny's on the line. We'll go to him next. This is Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 Oh, at midnight, we're talking to Bay Logan from Hong Kong. He's a Bruce Lee expert. And um, if you've ever watched like a Bruce Lee movie and then done as I've done... Since it finished, gone. Oh, I want to watch that with audio commentary. It's generally him that does the audio commentary, and he's got two books coming out: one about Bruce Lee, one about um, martial art movies. Um, we've had him on the show before. Before he's a cool guy. He knows his um, Bruce Lee and his martial arts. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You got any questions for him? Otherwise, we'll have a nice little chat to him for twenty twenty five minutes. Um, Manny, yes, Ian. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm good, man. What's, what's been going on? What happened um, with your chat on Monday? She followed me on Monday, um, Emma. Had a good. What was the name of the organisation? Uh, Birmingham, Birmingham Vision. Vision. Birmingham Hello, Vision. Hey. Yeah, Birmingham Vision. Yeah. Had a good forty-five minutes chat with her Monday, and the, the other lady rang me today. The one who's blind. Yeah, and the other one she was on about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've got an appointment with them twelve thirty October the eighth. Hey, okay, all right. So how did you, yeah. how do you what did you if you don't mind me asking you? you chatting about work, like skills, and you know what you want to do. And they've got a lot of things on. They've got like um, chat room things. You know where you go, you chat to other people. Sexy, and, yeah. like sexy no, chat room. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> sorry, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, blind yeah. people can feel horny. I read it in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you um, feel okay? So, so, go on. I interrupted. I was being silly. They got yeah, chat rooms. Like chat rooms. I think she said they got like little workshops, like you know, computers and stuff like that as well. Good one. Good. Good. So, thank you very much. Well, hang on. We're not. Well, the thing is, this isn't over until you, you till you you phone up and say you never guess what. I just been in for an interview and I got the job. That's when. That's when we let this one go. I'll tell you something else. Yeah. I was telling Emma, um, I think it was Tuesday, I spoke to her again, and there's a guy in the shop, he's got a Costco, he listens to your show. Yeah. He goes, look at you on the radio. I said, yeah. He says, um, cause he's got a disabled, he's got a kid in a wheelchair, but 18 years old. But he's got a disabled lad working in the shop. Yeah. Being bits and bobs, but he's able. You know, I think he's got a bit of walking. Well, hang on, so are you saying if we bump this disabled kid off, you can get there's a job open? No, I'm okay, all right, I'm just saying. Don't judge me. It's when you come working here a few hours a week or a few hours a day. Shut up. So, yeah, honest. 
Do it. I was telling. I was telling him. Did, really? He says, yeah. He says, "Well, I'll do." I'll, you know the um, um, shelf stacking. Yeah. He says, "I'll tell you what to do." He says, "You know, this is not hard." And he said, "Keep an eye on you as well." And so I might do that. And another Shut guy up, with a con- hang on, listen to this one. And there's a guy with a construction company. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> on the phones. Yeah. On the phone. On the phones. Hey, that could work. That can work, man. That can work. And it's not too far from me, probably about ten minutes. So how did you get board. how did they get in touch with you about that? I actually know somebody that works there. Yeah. And I was chatting to them. She was just asking me how I am and stuff like that and she works in the offices and she was let me see what I can do. Oh, um, she, this... she's Go on, sorry, okay. Manny, I keep interrupting. Go on. Go on. No, anyway, she's that's their boss. But he said he's got to look into it for, like, you know, like um, health, safety, and other things. Because I'll get a disability living allowance and all that stuff. Um, he's got to look into that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's quite a bit of stuff that he's got to look into, really. But this one, because he's got a disabled person working in a shop, he says to me, he says, oh, because he's had a check done, like right. a safety check done, yeah. and everything. So, but I want to go and see them first because she, she went out of her way and you went out of your way. But I'm going to go and see them first. Well, here's the thing, Manny. Right? You don't owe us anything. You don't owe them anything. You have to. You have to do what you feel is right for you. I do think that the, the whole Birmingham Vision thing, from what they said to us and what it sounds like they've said to you, is that it, it, it would be worth doing, even if yeah. you went and took this job at cost yeah. cutter or this job on the building site, because. I think if you did something like that, honed your skills a bit, it would open yeah. even more possibilities. To you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm, I am gonna do that. And she, she gave me another app today, where, where it's um, seeing IA. It's a free app. Yeah. Where you you download it and you put a so, so you got a letter. You put the phone over the letter about ten inches away, and it'll say take picture. So you take the picture. No. And then it'll read it all out. No! <laughs> I want yeah. one of those! Anybody can have it. And then there's another one, blind, uh, blind Square. So I'm going to get that one tomorrow. That's £39. It's, 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 it's got everything in what there. Does, what does... Well, Manny, look, I'm late for the news. Can you stick around for the other side of the news? Yeah. Good yeah, luck. No all right, brilliant. Well, this... This sounds like a success. I'm actually quietly thrilled to bits. I'm thrilled. Doesn't he sound better as well? Oh, my God. This so is great. Better. Manny, stay there. Then we'll talk to Sydney. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late-night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late-night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000. After midnight, we'll talk about Bruce Lee. For a little bit, Bay Logan, who's a bit of a legend. Um, you can call in about anything you want. Um, we're talking to Manny, though. Um, Manny's blind. went blind injured in an industrial accident. If you're listening last week, he phoned in and he was... Um, well, you you were prepared to um, chuck it all in, Manny. You were going to kill yourself. Uh, yeah. You sound you sound infinitely better than you did on that yeah. night, man. Good. It's been a good week, but yeah. yesterday, yeah, 
one of my friends, he, we used to live next door. Yeah. Adam, he had leukemia. His mom phoned us yesterday morning yeah. about half three and they put the syringe driver. He died at 10 yesterday morning. Oh. That's the only bloody thing. Yeah, otherwise... Ah, yeah. Well, this I think that things like that. I'm sorry for your loss, man. Things like that show um, that life is precious, man. And some people, yeah, especially when I was listening to, um, oh, I forgot his name. Before me, with, with the Parkinson's. Um, oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. I feel sorry. For, yeah, I feel sorry for him. There's me, and look, look at him. He's, well, you know, he's listen. worse off than me. And well, listen, you, you, you've you've been in a dark place, brother. So you know your your situation's been pretty lousy. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. so what is so this is great. Honestly, me and Kath are just we're, yeah. we're, we're thrilled for you, brother. So what is the next? I'm gonna go. I'm going on the October the eighth. Yeah. Twelve thirty. Okay. And they're gonna they're gonna like a one to one chat talk and wow. you know about more what to do. And then from then on, then it will, it, there's a monthly meeting, or there's, I think there's a meeting every two weeks. Yeah. And then they'll ex- yeah, they're, they're going to explain more that about all the classes, all you know, what they can teach you and everything. So. And are you all right? Because oh, really? that's that's a few weeks oh. away. Are you? Do you think you're you're going to be okay to get oh, to yeah, that? Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, we I know our emotions can dip and go up and down and things. No, I'm positive. Positive. <laughs> yeah, listen, who positive, is this? Who is, positive. <laughs> who is this calling thanks, in? Uh, I've, never heard, I've never spoken to I have spoken to this guy, but a long time ago. He's happy, but I could cry. It's, yeah. it's, uh, thanks uh, to you two, well. uh, all, all this is happening. Because, I, I, like I said before, yeah. if anybody's listening out there, these two people will help you. They're the only ones that think of you as a person. Manny, you are a, you have a good soul, brother, and I've I've just got a feeling this you've turned a corner, and I, and, and you keep us updated. Yeah. And if you yeah. sink again, because you might do, yeah, you know, give, give, give call the Samaritans, call us, talk to somebody, man, talk to somebody. Well, brother, okay. brother, let's go on. How's the baby, Cap? <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, have a great weekend, yeah, brother. We'll you speak have a to great you weekend, Bart. We have a nice weekend, Cap. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Love you, both. Touchy bye. Touchy bye. bye. I feel we should we should do something. Um, I feel we need some kind of celebratory thing there for. Um, um, well, wait, that's not it. We need something. Let's see if we can find something. It wasn't even good enough to be shit. No, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit too loud. Let's have... Oh, I had, um, like, some celebration music. Shanty Pony. No! Um, You're a pervert. No! Although... Well, OK. No, I did. I had some celebratory music somewhere. And... Oh, we go. Here we go. This is quite loud, I think. There we go. It's for Jerry. For Jerry or Manny? Manny. We'll be playing this for Jerry soon, but this is for Manny. There we go. Isn't that great? Yeah. Very little to do with us. We, 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 thanks to you, dear listener, telling us the names of people and putting us in touch with Birmingham Vision. Then we put them in touch. That's all we've done. Mr. Costcutter, if you're listening, thank you. That was a really kind thing. Um, But Mr. Costcutter, if you are listening, here's a tip. Um... Just cut out bits of paper that are the same sizes as five and ten pound notes, and and just give them to him. He won't know. <laughs> we said the money wasn't important. Exactly, exactly. So just you know, you get free labour, 
Um, you know, you're gonna you can save money. We get happy money. It's win win. <laughs> Everybody's happy. He can't afford to go and buy any booze. Everybody's happy. I'm so thrilled, man. That's brilliant. Sydney. Hiya. Hiya. Hello. <laughs> Hiya. You right? Oh, don't go too high, Sydney. It's gonna crack. Oh no, it's fine because I have a post-it note in front of me oh. with what I wanted to phone in about because it. It does escape me sometimes. Okay. And I, honestly, I have spoken to you before, and I listen a lot. Yeah. And randomly, at work today, I really thought of you. Because I heard... You had a good thing. I had a good thing. Yes. (laughs) I had a good Google. Oh. Flipping it. I heard a song. (laughs) (laughs) You mucky pup. Yes. On, no, on the quiet, I'm at work. <laughs> Why Google. does it sound so filthy? You're on the quiet, you had a quick Google, yes. <laughs> In the lavvies, yeah. Um, anyway, yes? so I heard a song by some artist I don't know. Yes. And it's Mr. Bob Dobberlina. Do you know Mr. Bob Dobberlina? Mr. Dobberlina, Mr. Bob Dobberlina. Mr. Dobberlina. Mr. Dobberlina, Mr. Bob Dobberlina. Yes. China Clipper okay. calling. Now, but which first did, did you hear the, the which okay, version no, did you no, hear? I don't know the version, but let me tell you how it made me think of phoning you. Okay, go on. I don't know the version. All right. It's some, it's some American guy, I don't know. Anyway, so I Googled, who is Mr. Bob? Oh, what was that? Sydney! Sydney! Wash your mouth out. Have we got any delay? We got any delay? We got some delay. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. This ain't bad. Yeah, the yeah. F. Turns out the F word is quite a bad word to say. Yes. Oh God! Did I say that? Yes, yes you flipping well oh, did. Oh my gosh! It's um, it's um, rum Tourette's. I'm so sorry. I'm really Yo, sorry. Yo, man, I, I don't think they that. heard you. Won't you tell them what your name is? Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Mr. Because that comes, that comes from, um, I've never heard that. And I'm so familiar with no. the original Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob, but that comes, that comes from this. Zilch, Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina. Zilch, China Clipper calling Alameda. Zilch! China Clipper yes. calling Alameda. Okay. Zilch, China okay. Clipper calling Alameda. Self-defense. Never mind the further, mother, please, self-defense. Zilch. Never mind the further, mother, please, self-defense. Okay. Oh, no, seriously. Hang on. Go on, go on, Sydney, you potty mouth. Yes? <laughs> no, I am really sorry about that. Okay. Honestly, you I will didn't, be. but I will not again. Next time, write a post-it note saying don't swear. Yes. No, my whole thing is, Mr. Bob Doubleina, I understand, which is zilch, monkeys, yes. but because I heard this Mr. Bob Doubleina song on yes. the radio, mm-hmm. I googled, yep. and suddenly I find out that basically, Mr. Bob Doubleina, that was um, a calling thing on an airport yes. for Mr. Bob Doubleina, he's nobody. Yep, they heard it at an airport. They were all stoned and high. Sorry. And uh, they thought it'd be funny, and they went in the studio and made that. 
And then suddenly you found out what? 20 years later, 30 years later, yes. it's an American hit. Well, I knew it had been a hit, but I'd never heard it. Like there's, there's well, a... that's how I found it. Uh, it's like there's, there's, a, there's a Ron DMC song as well that's a monkey song that I've never actually listened to. Let's have a listen to it now. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Do you know this song? No. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I'm Mary Mary, and this is war. That's right, war. Women against rock. We are fully committed to showing you the ill effects of rock and roll on today's youth. That's oh, let's, a group. Get, let's, get the, let's just get to the song. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. Mary, Mary, why you bugging? Wow. Ian, Ian. Hang on. I need you hugging. Well, that comes from... Well, that's crazy. That comes from this. Bet ten pounds. For goodness sakes. Adverts. Three, two, one. That comes from this. Glenn Cam- Campbell on lead guitar here. Oh, I like this breakbeat. Glenn Campbell. Mary, Mary, where you going to? Good song. Yes, Sydney. Well, do you know, that's made me think of something that happened the other day, which I'm going to briefly explain. Please. I was in the one stop, yep. and um, yep. Tender by Blur was playing on the one stop radio PA. Yes, it really, really, really could happen. That's not the one. It's a different song I was doing the medley. I was doing the medley <laughs> no, of British gas yeah, adverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Get to the point, no. woman. Well, is it? Yeah. Okay. No, you've ruined the point. Honestly, Ian, it's on you, not me. No, it's on you. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> no, there is no point. Okay, thanks for calling. Oh, oh, just an observation. Oh three four. She was in the one stop and she heard blur. Um, <laughs> what song? Well, two phone in spring from that. What songs have you heard in the one stop? And where have you heard blur? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. No rules. Nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, so my brother-in-law. He never texted me. He never texted me at all, right? And um, he just texted me saying, Hi, Ian, I saw this in a tiny corner of the Metro. WTF, have you heard of this? And um, it's an advert for a movie. Oh. Right. But it's a low-rent advert. Infiltrated. I bet Lino's seen this. A spy movie, a gangster movie, an action movie, all in one film. Don't know why they didn't keep the movie thing going. Um... Starring Tam Toy, directed by Archie Allison, now on Amazon Prime. And I don't know why Ivan sent this to me. And I said, this looks incredible. I'm in. And the post, you know, the posters are awful and stuff. And it's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it for free. So I'm, I'm doing it. Right, I've just, just found it. Um, Sergeant Barry Clark, British Army, man with a past, formerly a lieutenant, was demoted after being falsely accused of war crimes in Bosnia. Recruit, recalled to military intelligence, he is sent undercover to infiltrate and destroy the organisation of John Masterson. Hang on a minute. Yeah. War crimes. Yep. He just gets to emotion and put into intelligence. 
to destroy the organisation of John Masterson, the kingpin of organised crime in Scotland. <laughs> right, OK. Clark realises it's only a matter of time when Masterson discovers they have been infiltrated, right? Um, OK, well, let's look at the five-star reviews first, because it does get some. Uh, honestly, what's not to like? The first one's great. What's not to like? This could be Scotland's version of The Room. Oh, right, OK. Um, uh, an ambitious, lovely set pieces and a gripping story make for a good film. It is perfect. An ambitious, exciting feature film that subverts the expectations for a typical Scottish film. Lovely set pieces and a gripping story make for a good film. Is it perfect? No. But as a low-budget attempt, it shows what can be done with some spirit and heart. Speedboat chases, tanks, helicopters, private jets and more. Um, and that's that's all of the five-star reviews. Um, let's go to some of the others. Let's go to the one-star reviews, of which there are more. 71%. Oh, dear. Don't even bother pressing play on this low-rank guy. I'm watching this Sunday night, by the I way. I think I might have to watch it. Uh, I've got a feeling... I'll tell you what we'll do. I don't know what time the kids go. Um, we'll, maybe we'll watch it Sunday night, and I might live-tweet it so we can all watch it together. Don't even bother pressing play on this low-rank, ghastly film. Made with a budget of $10 in total, you know how bad this can be. It is even worse than your lowest expectations of entertainment. Delete and move on. Uh... Infiltrated, next one, Infiltrated makes Dude Where's My Car look like the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Did you see that? It's a good film, I enjoyed uh... that. I managed just less than ten minutes before I gave up. There is literally not one single redeeming feature about Infiltrated. It gives low budget an entirely new meaning. The acting is shoddy, the effects are hilarious, the accents are so broad I couldn't understand a word. Um, I should have called it Dude Where's My Film. Um... This is that this is that bad it could almost be a comedy. The worst film I've even seen, not even worth a star. Typical Scottish film crap. Scotland oh, makes some great films. No. Some great films. Looks like it was made on a mobile phone. I wasted 120 seconds of my life watching this. Looks like it was shot for a BTEC media course. Great. Don't think I've ever seen this is clever. I don't think I've ever seen such wooden acting since Geppetto carved Pinocchio. Um I'm gonna should we, should we watch the trailer? I'm going to keep my... You don't tend to get swears in, in trailers, but you never know, so I'm going to keep my finger on it. So it's, um... Lieutenant Clark? Lieutenant Barry Clark? That's me! <laughs> I made you Steve Adams. US. Hang on a second, sorry. What you can't see is... it. The edits are awful. I mean, and the camera's like shaking on the edits... But what you can hear is that every time they go to another shot, the sound quality is different. Yep. You don't get that on movies. This is great. Special Forces. Lieutenant, you're under arrest. Then what charge? War crimes. You'll be selected for different kinds of stuff. You will infiltrate Maston's organisation. You will be an officer again. Yeah. If I live long enough. This is incredible! <laughs> oh, sexy lady. You said now I know where you live. I could drop by for a drink. <laughs> They're on a speedboat now. 
They're shooting at another speedboat. And they've got You're a machine gun. Where am I? They're all dead. I've been lucky so far. Bloody lucky. That luck's not going to last forever. He's now frustrated. Jeez, I don't. He's so muffled. Got to send that to Limmy. That's um. I, I really want to see it. That's that's Sunday night sort of guys. That's Sunday night. Did you find our swingers? Yeah, I've tweeted them. I think they might be busy though. Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> They're wiping themselves clean. Um, the phone will be in a locker somewhere. Oh three or up their bums. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine. 1,000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The switchboard is empty for the first time. For the first time this evening, the switchboard is empty. This is a bit weird, right? As I say to God, as I get older, I'm turning more and more into Mary Whitehouse. I think this is horrible. Um, Jack Fincham. So this is Jack from Love Island. He's going out with Danny Dyer, Lady Danny Dyer, who's the daughter Daughter of of Danny Danny Dyer. That was you. It was. Jack Jack Fincham told Danny Dyer that sex with his daughter <gasps> lasts just ten minutes. The EastEnders star got a shock when he grilled the Love Island winning couple about their love life. All three appeared on ITV2's Celebrity Juice last night and had to play a Mr and Mrs style game. Actually, they didn't have to. No. An actor, Danny, got the chance to ask his daughter, Danny, about Jack's stamina between the sheets. He said, to the nearest minute, on average, how long does it take Jack to shoot his bolt? Flipping heck. The red-faced lass joked, oh, God, I don't know. And worried Jack added, I can't even make a joke. Finally, Danny wrote down that Jack lasted 15 minutes, but Jack revealed it was usually over in 10 minutes or so. (sighs) Host Keith Lemon joked, 10 minutes or so is 15, so point for your team. The pair also squirmed when Danny asked Jack, when man Danny asked Jack what Lady Danny calls her lady bits. Scared about upsetting him, he pretended not to know, protesting, I ain't seen it. But man Danny laughed, good answer, well done, congratulations. I like to think they're called out of bounds, but I know they're not. Oh, God, really? However, pen salesman Jack guessed correctly she calls it her noonie. Now... I, I've been on Celebrity Juice a long time ago, and it's you know it's, it's a good show, and Keith Lemon's brilliant. I think Lee Francis is great. But a dad asking his daughter how long her boyfriend um, lasts before ejaculating, to me, right, and it's because I'm getting old. I know it is. Am I? Am I alone here, dear listener? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. To me. That's bang out of order. That's just totally... It's horrible. That's that's horrible, isn't it? That's totally inappropriate. I know it's a funny show and it's filthy and all of that, but that just... Um, that's not good news. I do think we've, I do think telly's gone too far. I don't really... I don't watch telly. I think it's gone too far. I think Mary Whitehouse... I miss... I wish someone would write a book about her or do a movie or a documentary about her, because I'd love to see it. Um... I, I, I miss, and I used to laugh at her. I think, was she, when did she die? She, I don't think she was around when the 11 o'clock show was on. She certainly wasn't vocal if she was still alive. Um, but I miss that someone standing up and going, this is, this is, this is out of order. I mean, she'd have a 
a, a, a thrombo if she was alive now and turned on the telly for five minutes. She'd have a rustle. But um, I do miss someone saying, you know what, this is, this is too much. This is too much. This is too much. But the Keith Lemon thing is, that's the, that's the whole act, isn't it? That he goes, he goes up to the line and then jettisons over it. But if, OK, it would be slightly different if it were Keith Lemon asking that question to yeah. her in front of him. It's it's the dad asking the question to the daughter. Yeah, that's where the twist is. You know, it's kind of funny if Keith Lemon goes, "So then, Danny, how how long does Jack last in bed? You don't mind me asking, did? Oh, I kind of get that. That's funny, but the dad asking it to his daughter—that oh, is horrible. That is messed up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Paul. Hi, uh, Ian. How's it going? It's going all right, thank you, Michael Kane. Oh, that's a change. You went and played the bloody doors off. No, man, played the bloody doors off. <laughs> no, while we're going back to, we were talking about uh, a movie that Catherine uh, hadn't heard of. What you need to do yes. is maybe set up a a film club where you could suggest a film that's a, a bit of a niche market or whatever. Yeah. We could go off, watch it, and then we could all talk about it because, you know, <laughs> so it's not just you watching you mean, it on you mean, your own. You mean like we used to do? Maybe. But, but how long have you been listening to this show? Uh, quite a bit, but I can't listen to it too often. We used to do that! We used to do it and we called it Film Ring! All right, well, I didn't know that. Well, sure, you're a muppet! We used, to, we used to do it! But thanks for right. calling. Thanks you for calling. It's appreciated. I really do appreciate it. Looking at starting up a little film club as well outside, and I've made. Um, I've approached a few venues. A few venues have kind of got, got in touch with me. I've looked at licensing films. That's where the expense is, because if you're going to do it, you've got to do it legitimately. You can't just bring in your DVDs. So this is where I was taking notes when we spoke to Graham from the Burnt Church. Yep. And I'm going to email him and get a few tips off him. And he mentioned this company that he uses. I can't remember their name now, but it, this is where he gets his movies from. And that's where the expense is. You've got to pay a £150 join-up fee, and then you rent... Move, you kind of rent movies off them and they have the licence for loads of movies so you, you go, I, I want to sh- the one I looked at for example was um, I don't know they got Heathers on there, mm-hmm. stuck in my head because we were talking about it yesterday, so you go, and they have new movies as well, but you go, I, wanna, I want Heathers, so you don't have to pay them and I can't work out, it's something like 100 quid plus fat, so 120 quid then they send you the DVD and you, you then have the rights to screen it on that night so that's where the that's where the cost is but i think i think we can make i think we can make it work kath you're in on this by the way yeah, I, don't know yeah. if I, mentioned it to you. I think we can make it work i think we can get a nice little film club there's a couple of venues i mean london seems the obvious place a touring thing is not out of the question or oh, luton the bear club is, is someone suggested the bear club so there are places I, I, my thing would be you do it once a month and I mean London seems the obvious place really but I don't know don't know we need a name for it that's what we need let's come up with a name for it first a name for our film club dear listener don't tweet me at you later. Those people tweeting well don't tweet me it later for goodness sakes phone, phone us phone us tweet me stuff to do with the show I don't care Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative, weeknights from ten. Ryan, stay there because you're going to be the next caller. I swear to God, on talk radio. 
Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, I'm being told there is a book about Mary Whitehouse. Uh, ban this filth. Letters from the Mary Whitehouse. Um, archive. Buy it now for 41 pence. Ordered. <laughs> there we go. That was that was lovely. Thank you to everyone who suggested that. A couple of you suggested that. And um, Andrew was the one I uh, clicked on. Thank you. Good evening, Ryan. Hello. Hello, Ryan. What you got for us, mate? I um, wanted to talk about what you are saying about Danny Dyer and his daughter. Yeah. And that just um, took me completely by surprise. Right. I thought you said, it, well, the integrity of the stars, you know, speaking about your daughter like that is... Well, I mean, technically he wasn't speaking about his daughter. He was speaking about his daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, but what it represents and what you... It's just... I don't know. People have got um, values and beliefs and standards and I think they're selling themselves out, basically. Boilies, Boilies doing a tut. Well, just thinking that my... Thinking tut. When when I was kind of in my teenage years and early 20s, before I got married... My mum's very open about, you know, sex and stuff like that. We'd always chat and stuff. I would never tell her the, like, and we were, you know, we were very, she, she was always very kind of honest about things. and But we never gave details like that to each other. Never. And certainly, and then doing it for an audience, yeah, it just seems a bit much for me. Yeah, I agree completely, Catherine, you know. Um, I come from a family like that where, I don't know, it's just standards and stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that, where you wouldn't do things like that. So, but, but then again, my dad always kept the boyfriends at arm's length until, well, till I got engaged. Really, he, he yeah. always kind of he liked to be a distant, slightly scary figure, so they wouldn't mess me yeah. about. I think. I prefer. I'm old fashioned, you know, and um, that's how you represent like a one woman man. And I wanted to speak to Ian about another thing. Go on. Where I'm in. Something he said in the past. Where, um, I split it with me first girlfriend yeah. um, 10 years ago I've got two children and when we split up um, like you said in the past I felt a bit of a a bit of a failure yeah like, yeah that when it broke up I couldn't have that family unit you know yep. but I knew for certain I, I had to break up with her because because of how volatile it was and how things went all I really wanted was to be together and it to work, but there was no way it could. So in a way, I had to uh, cut my nose off to find well, it's, it's and, a tough you know. old decision to to make breaking up a family unit. But if it's not yeah. working and you've tried all the possible things, what other choice is there? You can't yeah, stay know, together for the kids because like, that's nuts. Yeah, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. In a way. If what you want, you can't have because the other person you're in a relationship. How are you feeling now, Ryan? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, but I've not really moved on. How long? How long ago is it since you since it broke up? Ten years. Oh, mate, really? Yeah. What, why? Why can't years. you? What? What can't you let go of? No, I do, and I still speak to it and stuff. But yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel the urge to move on. It's like uh, something's gone now. Something's something's missing. Sort of well, thing. I, you so don't. You don't have you to. You feel lost. Yeah. 
you don't have to get into a, you know, you don't have to go into another relationship. Um, well, let me say this again. Um, I've done everything for my kids all the time. We've been split up. I've yeah. always seen them. I've yeah. took them abroad four times. We've just been to Cyprus for two weeks. Beautiful. I work hard, you know. I don't have a great job, but I work nights. I get paid quite well. Yeah. But I can relate to, you know, things you say. And yeah. It's just that you're in life and you're just doing what you're doing. And what do you want? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Well, you've got to keep on it's keeping just... on. I had to see my sister today yeah, yeah, and the yeah, divorce yeah. is plodding on. And, hope you know, hopefully. I, that's... And here's the thing, the language around it as well. So so my divorce should should be done just before Christmas, right, in December, right? It should be if it yeah. goes according to plan. Um, and I was about to say, hopefully, it'll be done before Christmas. Now, that I don't want to say hopefully, because then that implies that I'm excited that it's going to be over before. Finished, I, you know, yeah, 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 and I'm not excited by it. I'm really, really saddened by it. And I, I can't do that, oh, I'm going to be free at Christmas. You know, by Christmas, I'm going to be free. And I, 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 I feel nothing but immense sadness, that sense of failure. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh, a little bit of shame, but it's just a sadness. And so my sister said, right, you, you, from October the 8th, you'll probably have six weeks and a day, and then it'll be done. And I, I don't know what you say to that. You don't, I don't, Do I go, oh, good, or that's a relief, or thanks very much? I don't, I don't know the, what the language is. Yeah. Because I feel I terrible that it's happening, but I know it's the right thing to do. My children are a bit older. My daughter's 17, and yep. my, my son's 13. Yeah. She's at college. Um, my son's at school. And the relationship's fine, you know, with my kids, it's great, they're with me all the time, but I'm talking on a life personal level, how, I don't know what you think about it, like, how to move on and how to, well, I don't what do know, you mean, meet what someone do you mean? else and like, like... Is that what you mean by move on, meet someone else? Yeah, like, yeah, I guess so. Do you want to meet know, someone else? Fine, like, financially, I'm okay, yeah. have a nice car, my home life settled, but it's that, I don't know, Tinder. it's like you've been, you've get, been hurt inside. Get, get on Tinder. Know. Get on Tinder, mate. <laughs> no, I don't. Talk radio that. singles, you mean? Talk radio singles or Tinder. Get 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 yeah. your um, wit wet. Come on. Oh, flipping it! Yeah. I can't sell myself because it's like, no, how can you sell yourself? I know what you mean. I, I uh, the thought of that is uh, <laughs> is is terrifying. No, it's good, it's I, good to see. Yeah. Anyway, mate. Listen, I'm glad you called, Ryan. Give us a call any time. Yeah, man, I will. Cheers, fella. Tata. Oh, nice guy. I liked him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Sam. <laughs> What's Sam doing? Imagine Reversing. We, imagine we heard a gunshot. Please don't shoot. Hello, Ian. Yeah, I'm here. Sam, you're I've been shot. Have you been shot, Sam? No, sorry. I was just changing bus. Oh, OK, right. You're right. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, good, thanks, man. You're on the radio and stuff. Yeah, I know. Sorry. That's all right. changing bus. Oh, well. I'm missing this. So I've got to be quiet. Are you on the bus? Yes. I hope, I hope you're on a late night bus. I hope you roll you, you rolled up a joint and you're smoking a fat one. Have a go at Pale Ale. Oh, what you got for us, Sam, on the bus? Uh, I manage a venue, and they told me last week that I can start doing a film night. Yeah, once a month. Yeah. So I want to hook up with you. Where is it? Kings Cross. ATC. The, uh, where, what, what venues in King's Cross for out of 80 seats? Two northbound. Two northbound. I don't... Let me... Uh... Oh, ho, ho. Also, uh, next week, yeah. we've got two friends of the show performing. 
What? Who? Adam Buxton. Oh, yeah. And Sarah Barron. Hey, look at oh, that! Oh, hang on. Sarah Barron and said she'd let us know if she's performing locally. Screw her! She's performing on 18th at 9pm. If you want comps, I can sort you out. Oh, sweet. Well, we're, 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 busy, we're busy at night time, mate. Yeah, I know. Take the night off, like, if it was the monkeys or something. <laughs> oh, he knows. <laughs> um, all right, hang or, on a second. Well, um, all right. Adam Buxton's on at 7.30, if you want comps for that. Oh, I hate that, that guy. He's a, lose, he's a loser. So horrible. Hate him, he stinks. <laughs> seems nice. He yeah, seems he seems nice. nice. You wait till, you, till he gets there and he starts making demands. He'll be screaming at you and throwing his shoes at you. Um, have, have got... really, I'm starstruck about him coming in, to be honest. Uh, Lovely. No, he's not. He's horrible. He's short and tiny and hairy like a hobbit. <laughs> uh, tell him, tell him where, when is he on? Where, what, what date is he on? He's on the uh, 18th. He's on at 7th and Sarah Barron's on at 9 o'clock. Um, what date? The 18th of October? No, like next week. Oh. Six days. Four oh. days, five days. Tuesday. We could go Tuesday. and see. We could go. And, what are we doing Tuesday? I'm doing something Tuesday. I'm doing Luke Haynes' podcast. We could go. go you, can you get us in to see Adam? 100%, yeah. Sweet. Yes, yeah. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, just say yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I said. Well, I t- I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Why don't. Uh, well, this This could be the answer to all our problems. Um, why don't. If you could get me and Kathy in on, on Tuesday. Yeah. Then come and say hello to me and we can have a chat and I can look at the venue and stuff. So we've just got a new, we've just got a new projector, HD. Yes, man! Yes, man! <laughs> HD. Yeah. And they literally said to me last week, we shouldn't be having it in the uh, nights where nothing's on. Do you want to run, start running a film night? And then I was listening earlier and you said, you're looking for venues in London for a film thing. But what and, night and of the, the week the is... The whole like, licensing thing, I found a site you can do it for about 80... Are you quid? Is that... Now, I'll tell you the site I found, because this is what they mentioned, what Graham mentioned last night. Probably plus that as well. 80 quid plus that. Yeah, this is Film film Bank Media. You can go... uh, So you can just go straight to the BFI for posh films, or there's two two other companies you can license sort of more modern films from. Yeah. Um, But we can do whatever you want. Free entry... All right. Charge people, Q&A. Well, I, I shouldn't I think, be doing this on the radio, but... No, this is know. great. I think uh, uh, I want to charge people because I want to get rich. I want to do, do four or five of these and we get rich. Um, mm. Sam, listen, we'll, we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, that spells... We will literally um, lay eyes on you uh, on the second day of next week. All right, I'll send you a proper email. All right, nice uh, one, man. Stop. Thank you, brother. I appreciate Keep you reaching out. Cheers, my dear. Right, ta What a nice guy. Wow. Or, or an elaborate hoax to well, get us to turn up at a venue on... Sorry, sorry, no Sam here. No, your name's not on the door. Adam who? Isn't that something? I'm looking at some video of the venue now. It looks all right. Um, all right, we could be on to... Oh, I should ask, would you be interested in coming to a film club, dear listener? If we got... Did it once a month and showed... You know, I've, I'm really keen on showing Heathers. Now that he's, I've not seen this it. This is it. I've not seen it for years, and I, I know you'd like it, so I want to show you Heathers. So maybe we start with that. But it'll be Heathers, maybe something a bit modern, something an obscure karate film, um, you know, a time travel film from the 30s, you know, kind of stuff. And ultimately, it would lead to, towards getting guests. Now, guests is money, um, but it's not impossible. But you need an audience. That's the thing. Um this is Talk Radio. <laughs> Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So this is what I think you do. You go to this film bank media and you look at all the movies that they have the rights to. And they've got some quite new ones too. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not that interested in showing new ones, but showing some... But where, am I get, uh, and things like, for example, although they're very, very quiet, they never reply to my tweets. For example, the Mr. Rogers film uh-huh. that probably no one has the licensing rights to in this country. Then you go directly, as Graham was saying, as he did with The Room, you go directly to the makers and say, Duke, can we have your permission to show this film, please? And we could kick off with the Mr. Rogers film. Oh, was... In the school holidays, we could always do a kid screening. Couldn't yeah, we? we could, man. Uh, no, we couldn't because it's got a bar and they might not allow uh... kids. But then we find a different venue for yeah, a kids' okay. film. Um, thank you, Sam. That was not you, Sam. But oh. thank you anyway, brother. But the other Sam, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're speaking, going to Hong Kong just after midnight to speak to Bay Logan, Bruce Lee expert and um, martial arts movie historian. Um, to talk about uh, that. There's a story here, and it's, I saw this in the Sun yesterday. Your nostrils are a bit loud today. It's a bit, a bit noisy, isn't it? Dwarf wrestlers have hit back after campaigners shut down two UK bouts. Dwarfs used to be funny. Remember? Do you remember when everyone was like, let's get some dwarfs in, that'll be funny. I never, I never found it funny, but it used to be, let's get some dwarves in. That's going to be funny, man. Um, and now I think people are like, well, just people and stuff. It's just a smaller person. But I suppose for for these people, this is their this is their life. Mm-hmm. This is their livelihood. Dwarf wrestlers. Do we say we don't say dwarf anymore? Do we? I don't know what we say. But it's, I'm just reading the story as, it, as, as it's presented. Dwarf wrestlers have hit back after campaigners shut down two UK bouts. U.S. fighters from the extreme dwarfinators slammed critics for calling their sport a freak show. Ooh. They described it as a Victorian-style abuse of people that harps back to carnivals. Harps back? Harps. Harks. Harks, isn't it? Yeah. I say that, I thought, that's not right. It harps back. Well, is it, this is a quote, so I don't know where this quote is from. So the quote is... They described it as Victorian-style abuse of people that, quote, harps back to carnival. It's not harps, is it? Well, unless you're doing, oh, I wonder what that was like. Harps back to carnivals and travelling troops. But wrestler Michael Stone, a.k.a. Lumberjack, said, um, I won't do the voice, it's not discriminating against us, we're just trying to have fun and do our job. We can't go to the WWE and do what we do because we're too little. Um, the Morningside Arena in Leicester and Ferndown Leisure Centre in Dorset scrapped events next month after pressure from the Restricted Growth Growth Association. Uh. But there are still a host of other dwarf wrestling events going ahead, starting in the Coyote Ugly Saloon in Cardiff. Just remembered, I had the weirdest, and I've forgotten about this, the the weirdest... um, um, Listen to this, listen to this, man. This song is nuts. This song is nuts, right? This isn't him singing, but this is this is a Neil Diamond song. You wait. This is nuts. There was a flood, and many poor men were killed. And that is why. It's from um, an African suite he's composed. He was doing it before Paul Simon, but not as good as Paul Simon. Paul Simon doesn't do the voice, though. <laughs>
Isn't it something else? I am the lion. Oh, wow. This is insane, isn't it? This is the guy that wrote I'm a Believer and Sweet Caroline. We had a cow. I left it alone to graze. And walked to the stream. And when I returned, it was stolen away. Manuscript. It's, it's some record, right? But it's. Um, let me see if I can find. Oh, hang on a minute. Let's find. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There's another track. There's another. Oh, well, let me play it. All right. Anyway. Uh, let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. Right. I'd like to talk about my job today. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm a teacher. I really don't like my job. Right. And. I get I go to work and I get bullied. Have you got any advice for me? What do you teach? Science. The answer, surely, surely the answer is children. Um, okay, what age group? Um, high school. So again, what age group? Well, I normally I teach year nines and year eights. How old? Remind me, because I get so confused with these year nines. How old are they in year nine? Uh, 13 and 14. Okay. Okay, she's doing well. And what kind of... Do you teach physics, chemistry, science? Well, I teach all three, but me main one is biology. Okay. Um, and in what way... Is, I've, okay, I have no reason to doubt this. Then in what way are you being bullied? Well, the kids just don't like me. What, why not? I can just can't control the class. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're in the wrong job, Dave. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I suggest you quit. Ashley... Hey. Go. And go to bed. <laughs> you've got homework to do over the weekend, otherwise you're going to fall behind. I knew he wasn't an English teacher. He wasn't a teacher from um, his science. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, Catherine, for the whole phone call, I'm sat there with my finger on the dump button and my other finger on the, the cut him off button, just waiting for the... <laughs> he, that guy deserves... I don't say this very often. That guy deserves to be bullied. Uh, thanks for the call, Dave. I appreciate it. Good evening, George. Good evening, Good evening Ian. George. 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 <laughs> George. I like Neil Diamond's, what he did with Jonathan Living's Seagull story. Yeah, as some album, man. It's it's not to everyone's taste, but it's he was always trying to do like a concept, and that, that African thing was his first attempt. And I guess the most successful one was the Jonathan Livingston Seagull album. Yeah, have you played any of that? Lonely looking sky, lonely sky, lonely looking sky, and being lonely makes me wonder why. Um, I just, I just tuned into the end of some program on BBC, and they were playing a track from Paul McCartney's album, yeah, and a video huh? of. Uh, 
teenager looked like walking down the Liverpool street and and the last line they played was you make me want to go out and steal I I wonder if there'll be any controversy about (laughs) about that and and, uh, what do you think? No, uh, that's a good song that it's just about being in love, you make me want to do stuff, make me want to say and also he's doing it as a rhyme for feel That's, that's what it is really it's a good yeah. song. Yeah, no, no. There's more it, controversy about the, um... No, how I feel... Oh, no, that is the song. That's that, that, there'll be more controversy about the chorus, which is... Uh, well, it sounds like... And I've worked out what it is. It sounds like, I just want to fuck you. Mm. But it isn't. It, it, the, the lyric is, I just want it for, for you. you. I right. just want it for you. But it sounds like he's saying, I just want it for you. So it's a completely different thing. But it's a naughty little joke. Right. Yes. Uh, do you know a song called Together? By Harry Nilsson? No. No? O.C. O- Smith. I-, I think it's the best love song ever. Do, do-, 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 do you not know it? Um... Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to make love together. Whether or not you're there, I'm going to make love to you. Here we go. (laughs) This is not what I was expecting, George. She closes her eyes and she makes music. It's nice. I wasn't expecting that. It was lovely. I know it is. It is. I I recommend it for anyone. I've not heard of O.C. Smith. Sorry? I've not heard of O.C. Smith. Really? Yeah. Hickory Hollow's Tramp was his big hit. I don't, and, I, I, I don't know him. No, but I I, I just recommend recommend right. that song. George, to... don't get angry, but we've got to go to the news. That's OK. All right, peace and love, man. Nice to talk to you, as always. Oh, th- uh, no, in fact, don't call anyone for a little while, because we've got a guest coming up straight after the news. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Honestly, that you don't know how excited that music is. What's that? Um, what's that music from, Catherine? Uh, Bruce Lee film. Yeah, which one? Um, Enter the Dragon. Okay, right. Come on now. Come on. There's not an Enter the Dragon's all funky and fluty. Okay. Um, Dragon, let's rip. <laughs> it's not a film. Ride like, the dragon. Not, right. That's, that's uh, that was Zama Maguire in Grain Chill. Was, uh, <laughs> chasing it. Chasing the dragon and got burnt. Um, that was from the big boss. Love a bit of Bruce Lee. As you know, we kind of dip in. I recently did a, a podcast with the um, the Bruce Lee cl- clones of Bruce Lee guys, where we watched um, a, a Bruce exploitation movie. And um, I love Bruce. Every now and then, I, I go through a big Bruce Lee jag. Right, 
And uh, I bought all the DVDs first time they came out, and I bought them the second time they came out. And um, one of the joys of what, the second time is they, they had uh, commentary by Bay Logan, right? And Bay Logan knows his shiz. When it comes to Bruce and martial arts movies, this guy is the Don, right? And I'm thrilled to say we got Bay Logan on the line now. Good evening, Bay! Hey, how's it going, Ian? It's How are you? Very, very well, man. Now, you're in Hong Kong. What time is it there? It's now uh, 7 a.m. in the path of the hurricane. So, oh. uh, you know, if, if you suddenly hear a, a loud rushing of wind, it's not the end of days, but it might be the end of bays. Hang on. Hey, he's good. Hey. <laughs> how, close, how close is it coming to you guys? Well, we're not 100% sure. It just hit um, uh, Philippines, and then it might do a left turn or a right turn, depending. I mean, who knows the mind of a... Of a hurricane. Wow. So we'll is... see. Typhoon. Man alive. It's a typhoon, I, yeah. It's, all I'm saying, Bay, is if you do, yeah. and, and God forbid this happens, but if you get killed while we're doing this link yes. up, we will win an award. That is that is uh, a guarantee. So I'm absolutely, uh, Ian. There. You know, uh, I, I, I die so your name will live. Thank and you, by brother. the way, I've left it in my will, yeah. brother, that if I do fly off into that, you know, great kung fu school in the sky, yes. all my DVDs and, and and Bruce Lee materials will be sent over to your no. to your gas. Oh, you joke, you joke, and you 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 tease no. you tease me, Bay, because you you must have like loads of Bruce Lee stuff. I wish you'd come to Hong Kong to visit my hidden fortress because I actually have. We sell it on our website, realeast.com. Go on, uh, go all ahead, of then. the all of the existing surviving Bruce Lee memorabilia, the lobby cards, the posters, everything that was ever printed. Yeah. And in fact, for all of those Golden Harvest classics, the Angela Mao movies, you're old school. You know who I'm talking about, Angela oh, Mao, Amy Wong. You. I was um, I was in uh, New York a couple of months ago, and I, I went there to see some concerts. They were cancelled, so I had five days in New York with nothing to do. So I made a pilgrimage to Angela's Chinese restaurant, Chinese restaurant. in Queens. Yeah, which is in the middle of nowhere. But I went there. And, uh, well, she, she, here's the thing: she wasn't there, but I had a lovely meal, oh. and it was just a thrill being there. And at the end of it. Um, I, I went up to the guy at the thing and I said, are you George? He went, yeah. I said, are you Angela's son? He went, yeah. Uh, I said, man, listen, I've got to say, um, I, I love you. I've come all the way from the UK. I love your mum. And it was just a thrill. And he was he was thrilled that someone from the UK knew who his mum was. It was great, Wow. Man. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan. And we're just uh, starting to put on the website some of her mem- memorabilia from her classic films. But that was part of what I wanted to do with uh, the book, um, you know, uh, 36 Chambers of Kung Fu Cinema, was to kind of bring a new generation and make them aware of the wonderful heritage of Hong Kong kung fu films. Bruce Lee, of course, was the guy that put us all on the map. And yeah. then also to show what else was there and uh, to, to give it some context. OK, because we got I know that you've got uh, have you written two books? You've got two books on the go. Two. Are they both gone? correct? Uh, uh, the second one's almost finished. It's called Bruce Lee and I. Okay, well, and the one that's available now, the one I sent to you, is called Thirty Six Chambers okay. of Kung Fu Cinema. This guy, this, this guy's showing off. It, I, it takes me four years <laughs> to, to not even finish a book. He's written two books. It makes me <laughs> makes me puke. Are you right. write, what are you What are you writing a book about? <laughs> I've been trying for the last four years. I've been trying to write a book about working in TV and all the TV <laughs> shows I've done. Because I've done hundreds. Brilliant. But it's I just know. sitting down, and I just haven't got that mentality that you've obviously got, Bay. Of, been able right. to sit down and go right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the writing now. We're gonna we're gonna make this happen. So the well, thing, you, you, go on. 
I made, you know, you know, I made four movies in China this year, and I don't know if you've ever been on a film. You've been on a film, so yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, it's very exciting to watch a film, but when you're actually making it, there's a lot of sitting around, yeah. particularly if you're the producer. And so I was filling those times by having a laptop on the set and just and in in uh, in China the Wi-Fi is a bit dodgy, so you know I can't be like listening to your show like I normally am. So I would be just you know writing. The book about Hong Kong film while making a Chinese film. So just give, um, give us a bit, just before we go on the 36 Chambers of Kung Fu, before we talk about that, just give us a bit of background, how you ended up in Hong Kong, how you ended up working on Chinese movies. Well, I was kind of, uh, when I was a kid, uh, watched um, Kung Fu movies in, in like everybody did in the 70s. But unlike everybody else, when my mom, my dad was an accountant, my mom was a nurse, and they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, oh, I want to go to Hong Kong and make Kung Fu movies. I love it. Which they thought was a bit of an odd thing to do. And then I kind of was doing martial art magazines, combat magazine, and then I founded a magazine called Impact Magazine. And yeah. It was always yeah. with the idea that I would interview people and in interviewing them, kind of get the connections I needed to make films. And um, then uh, I was really, just, every time I would interview somebody, at the end of the interview, I would say, and by the way, if you ever know of anybody who wants a white guy to write and produce a film, I'm your guy. And finally, somebody said yes. And I actually <laughs> produced my first film, was a Hong Kong film, which we shot in England, in Birmingham, yeah. what, Paris, oh, and Hong Kong. That's a terrible Birmingham accent. Sorry, I've lost it. I've lost it from all the years of your sauce and chips. But I was like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on. I, I went to... Um, uh, so then I did that, and then um, another person that I know was making a film in Hong Kong and said, hey, would you like to come over and work on that? And I kind of came over. I figured, OK, well, I'll just see how this goes, and 20-something years later, I'm still seeing how it goes. And uh, I, I just felt there was a niche here. I found there was a niche for one guy, at least, to be the uh, resident uh, writer-producer, white guy writer-producer yeah. in the industry, and that's been me. Um, lucky me! Yeah, no, it is lucky you, because when I was a kid in, in sort of the early 80s, so 83, 84, and I was, you know, 10, 12, 11, 12, watching all these Bruce Lee films and then all the Jackie Chan stuff and all of that, that's what I wanted to do. I, you are doing yeah. what... You stole my career, Logan. I know, I hear that a lot. Uh, but you know, there's a saying in Chinese, like, when you drink the water, remember from where the water flows. Yeah. So I think I've always pursued that in that I've been making films in, like, in... in making movies in Hong Kong and in China, but always having a secondary career as a historian and kind of remembering the rich tradition that we're following. Yeah. So the two, I never felt the two were contradictory. I always felt that what influenced the work I was doing was um, the my, my devotion to the, the culture and to the, the film history, okay, which so a lot of them... Yeah. No, I was going to say, let, let, the 36 Chambers of Kung Fu, so that's the first book. So yes. tell, us, tell us about that. What is it? Uh, and I'm going to tweet the, well, the link to your website actually, and stuff. Volume, thank you. It's volume one. And what it is, it's uh, the total, in its totality, it's 36 films which I consider to be classic films and viewing them through my unique perspective. And my first book, which I did more than 20 years ago now, which was Hong Kong Action Cinema, was necessarily an outsider's guide because I was just a fan who'd seen a bunch of Kung Fu movies. Yeah. And this one's like an insider's view because now I know all the people who actually made these films. So I'm offering a perspective of um, what the films meant to me, what their place was in Hong Kong film history, what happened day by day on the making of the film, what effect it had. And then at the end, it's kind of a fun thing, words to live by. It's actually a quote from the film, which is kind of a life lesson you can take away from it. So each chapter 
is broken down into a section saying, this is where I first saw the film. This is where I first met the guy who was in the film. This is the funny story. I'll give you an example. Yeah, go on. I do a chapter about writing Kung Fu. And then um, there's a character that, that stars and was directed by Bolo Young, the guy from Enter the Dragon, Bolo. the most muscular Chinese. Bolo, Bolo, Bolo. find someone with whom you can fight. Bolo. <laughs> so the, my my, my <laughs> first just, encounter. I've just got to say, babe, Kath is sat what? here. La- Catherine is sat here laughing at us, shaking her head like yeah, every other woman. Reason. I've tried to get interested in karate movies and kung fu films, just like going. I don't see it. I cannot see. I feel no. like the only girl in the common room again. <laughs> Yeah, no. That was actually the Big Boss soundtrack you played at the beginning of the that, segment, uh, by the way. That, as, if, as if you weren't going to know that. <laughs> as if I wouldn't know. But anyway, so I talk about I talk about when I first came to book to 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 uh, Hong Kong yeah. to persuade Bolo to come and be in a um, to be in a live show in Huddersfield, England. It's a true story, <laughs> and I. I tracked him down to the called the Bolo Triangle. If you walk it, he will come. It was like a gym, a coffee shop, yeah. and, uh, and and another area, and, and, and a take and a kind of a, uh, a Chinese seafood restaurant. And if you walk that, you'd find Bolo. And I indeed found him. Wow. And about what happened in terms of why he didn't come to England and how he got pissed off with me. Yeah. And then flash forward to years later when I got hired to write a film for him, and I'm just thinking, you know, he's going to remember that incident in the past and i've just had the the soundtrack to the trailer for his film chinese hercules you know bone breaker yeah. neck snapper the muscle man monster of the martial arts and i'm thinking yeah and that's the guy that i that's the guy that's chasing me around the bolo triangle yeah so you get that story and then you go into the history of and by the way 1991 wherever it was bolo got hired to direct a movie and this is what happened and here's what happened on the movie and this is so on and so forth so you're going to get my perspective of the individuals and then you know, when I do a commentary, there's a lot of stuff, even as fast as I talk, yeah. I can't say everything. You yeah. know, there's information that I've got that I can't say in time. Yeah. So with the book, I actually can go into um, some detail and go into the historical and the – because I'm obviously, as you know, I'm practicing martial artist as well in yeah. the Hongar Kung Fu. So I'm also talking about the martial arts in some detail, the historical detail, and the film connections in some detail – more than I could. So to some extent, the chapters, there's a section that's an expanded commentary. Here's the, because, here's the thing, you know, though. You're, you're learning Kung Fu. Your Kung, your kung Fu is, is, is terrible. And I'm training. And when I'm ready, I'm going to come over there and I'm going I'm to kick your ass. I'm going to challenge you. <laughs> you know what's funny? This last, I, 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 was, I felt much the same as you. Last March, um, I entered a Kung Fu tournament yeah. here. Uh, have you seen the film Iron Monkey? Um, remar- yes, I think I have, yes. With Donnie Yen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, anyway, course, was it, yeah. The reason I mention it is it was promoted by a girl called Lei Fai, who was actually one of the bad bad girls, and she's the villain in Iron Monkey. But anyway, she's got a big kung fu school my daughter trains, yeah. and she had a tournament. And so I got entered into this tournament, and I was in the seniors division. And I, got, I actually got a, I, I think it was best dog in show, but I, but I got a, I got, I got a, I got a medal. So I was like, yeah, I was really happy. Right. Yeah, it was like, uh, I haven't competed for a long time. And the joy about this book, you very kindly sent me the ebook, and I, I don't understand yes. ebooks. So, so, I, so I, I, I just don't understand how people read them. But I flick through it. It's, it's not just with, with the, the, the thirty six chambers of kung fu book. It's not just Bruce Lee. In fact, I think there's only one Bruce Lee film in there. Isn't there? Correct. Fist of Fury. Um, Trust I, I, me, you're Bruce Lee. You're Bruce Lee. You'll get your Bruce Lee fix from the next book, which yeah. is all Bruce Lee all the time. And there's another big doorstopper. And this one uh, is 500 pages. And part two of 36 Chambers is going to be the same length. So it's a massive tome. And the Bruce Lee one's going to be 
uh, even longer. But here's the thing, because people think, right, karate films, martial arts, also people call it karate films, when really they're kung fu films, but people think martial yeah. arts films, they think uh, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jean-Claude Vadin. That's it. That's all they right. think. And they miss out right. on the beauty of, of all the Bruce Boitation yeah. stuff that we talk about, of, of Sam totally. Hung, of all of these other wonderful, of, of uh, Angela, all of these wonderful... The films that, that, that I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Wong, Jimmy Wong, you who yeah. you know. I mean, I actually probably commit acts of sacrilege both in Thirty Six Chambers and in the Bruce Lee book. I think that as a director, Wong Yu, if you look at the Chinese boxer at Shaw Brothers, yeah. is far more accomplished than Bruce Lee as a director. I'm not talking about as a martial arts choreographer, but as a film director, Wong Yu is much more. If you look at the Brave and the Evil, the film that Wong Yu did in um, Taiwan when he moved there, and One Arm Boxer, even. He's like a very gifted director, but he didn't have the charisma of a Bruce Lee. So I'm kind of looking at Bruce in the context of the whole Chinese film industry. The and this thing- thing's interesting. Like In the Bruce Lee book, there's this, the, the feeling you probably would think after Bruce Lee died, there were all these guys in the charts in, in Hong Kong and making hit movies who were doing kung fu movies. All the films after Bruce Lee died, the big hits were comedies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. There was a film called 72, House of 72 Tenants made by Bruce Lee's childhood friend Choi Yun. Mm. And that film made more money at the Hong Kong box office than Enter the Dragon. And here's the thing with Bruce Lee, right? He he was brilliant and he was an innovator. You know, that, those things can't, yeah. be, can't be... But also he died really young. So he has that kind of James yeah. Dean factor that he never actually... He never actually made a bad film, you know. So he's, in some ways, he's kind of cheated in the same way that James Dean did. He made only three films. Um, he, 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 no one could go. Oh, there was that bad no, Bruce Lee film. Bruce Lee. No, because he never did. I mean, one. It's too, I, I, I agree with you. I halfway agree with you. The other thing is, I think that we were cheated in that we didn't get to see him really fulfil oh, his potential as a man. filmmaker. Yeah, I know. But you know, there's a, a Sufi saying: if you would dishonour a man, let him live. So I think there's something to be said for the fact that if Bruce Lee had lived, perhaps there would be aspects to... Who knows? You know, who we, knows uh, what would happen? We, this is how rubbish our show is, uh, mate. We had a, we did a, a, for some reason, we did a phone-in a few months ago. What films do you think Bruce Lee would have made if he lived? And someone said if he'd have lived in the late 80s, he would have definitely made a cop film where he was paired up with a dog. <laughs> And I can I can kind of see him, you know, doing top dog with Chuck Norris. Top dog with Chuck Norris. Actually, there's a like chapter that. in my there's a there's a chapter in my book which is called in, in the Bruce Lee book which is called Untold Tales of the Dragon, yeah. which actually details all the scripts that Bruce had in development oh. at the time of his demise. Oh, so that actually goes into some detail on that, and also looking at films that he was meant to make that were made by other people. So I hope that answers some of that question, oh. you know. Um, uh, did any I, did know, any of them involve a talking dog? Not as yet. So we got the yeah. Thirty Six Chambers book, Thirty Six Chambers of Kung Fu, mm. which is out, uh, and I'm I'm yeah. going to I'm going to tweet all the websites and things. I promise. Uh, so uh, and then you've got the Bruce Lee book that's coming out later. So what is that? Right. The Bruce Lee book is called Bruce Lee and I. And it is um, the way that structured is it is one chapter talking about an aspect of Bruce Lee and one aspect talking about my unique perception of it. Yeah. For example, we do a chapter talking about Bruce Lee's classic film, Fist of Fury. And then the next chapter is talking about me playing Petrov, the Russian, in the TV remake of Fist of Fury with Donnie Yen. So I'm talking about like when I when I was a kid in Peterborough, England, watching at the ABC theatre Fist of Fury, I would think, um, how would it be to be Bob Baker fighting his teacher, Bruce Lee, in, in, in Fist of Fury? And then I had that experience because Donnie got me to play the Russian. Let me take care of him. So I was fighting in on, on screen in the TV Fist of Fury. Yeah. So then I, we have another chapter talking about 
Bruce Lee's Game of Death, the version released in 1978, which is like a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, and the next chapter is talking about how I discovered the Bruce Lee Game of Death dailies in the archives. So for those that are Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, the last film he was kind, of, he was well, he was kind of doing Game of Death, and he got called to to do Enter the Dragon. So he filmed exactly, about yes. forty five minutes of Game of Death, and then it was shelved. Right, and then a right. few years after his death. They made which which I mean I love it but it's it, me too it's it's kind of awful in places but they made yeah. this film where they have people pretend to be Bruce Lee and then yeah. right at the end they tacked on the footage that Bruce Lee shot now if you were unlucky enough to get the UK VHS version in the eighties that that out of the forty five minutes that were available they used six minutes and it was just it was you, you're going what are they doing but but there was the rumor that there was loads of this footage that had been, yeah. been filmed and had been lost and, and and no one knew where it was and did it actually exist yeah. and was it a myth and you found it man correct i was in the I, it was just you know it was just in, in terms of kung fu cinema i've always been in the right place at the right time and i actually was at a company where they were just going through the, the golden harvest archive and i went down there and I, you needed somebody like myself who was actually an active professional in the business because a fan would not have been given access yeah so i went in there, there and i could tell the gate i could kind of like order i command you wow. i could say to you shall not pass I, I said to the gatekeeper go in there and f- show me find me anything with bruce lee's name on it that yeah. you don't know what it is yeah and the guy came out with these rusting reels of film and he goes uh, this has got like game of death written on it and i'm like oh, lace it up big boy and then i just sat down can you imagine ian i sat down in the screen room and there was all bunches of other jobs and then suddenly yeah. there's this footage of like, you know, you've seen movie dailies, the same scene, the same. I said, wait a minute. These are the dailies from Game of Death. Yeah. And I'm actually not not a great believer in like the spirit of Bruce Lee moves through the world. You know, I'm like I'm quite uh, practical. But I, there's a, a shot of Bruce where he walks out to fight Chihon Zoe's character and he kind of raises his hand towards the camera. And my chair in the screening room kind of moved back. It was as this energy came off the screen. And it was just uh, extraordinary. I've never had that moment before or since, but it was really remarkable. You could say it was like just a psychological reaction, but the sheer energy and seeing this footage, which I I literally had dreamt of, had, don't take it the wrong way, but I'd fantasized about. Oh, man. my my yeah. mum was so worried about me growing up as a 13, 14, 15 year old boy. My my walls and for a while my ceiling was covered in pictures of Bruce Lee. Now all those pictures is either him in like a little vest or him naked yeah. and sweaty. So I've got all these yeah, pictures. I know. My, of this... my, my mum was the same. You know, yeah. why is my son suddenly got yeah. all these half naked Chinese men holding holding like wooden sticks? Yeah. It, it just. I used to I practice my um, I used to practice my nunchuckers in front of the the mirror, and I I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have foam chucks. I had the I had the wooden ones with the swivel. The real action. deal. The number of times I smacked myself on the back of the head, those things hurt, man. I've heard you, Ian. Ian, I've heard your show. This explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just to, just to remind people, it is seven o'clock in the morning where he is. That's why he's acting like this. Um, can I ask <laughs> exactly. you a question? Talking about talking about John. martial arts films, right? Because one of my favourite films is Shaolin Soccer. You would like right. this film, Catherine, because it's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Stephen Chow. Um, yeah. What happened to him? Because he did that other film whose name escapes me, and then he kind of disappeared. Kung Fu Hustle. Kung, Kung Fu Hustle. Hustle. And he was, was going to be like the next, you know, gr- great star in, you know, combining Bruce Lee and the comedy of Jackie Chan. But then he just sort of disappeared. Yeah. What's he up to? He's, 
Oh, he's still around. I mean, he's more interested in directing uh, now, and he right. had a huge success a couple of years ago with this wonderful movie. You should track it down. It was called The Mermaid, right. which is very funny. And then last year, he and a producer director who you'll know of called Choi Hark, yeah, who did Once Upon yeah. a Time in China and everything. Yeah. Um, they did another version of The Monkey King together. So he does a film a year or a film every okay. other year, okay. uh, but he's not interested in acting anymore. Um, he has an office in an area here called Langwai Fong, which is like the um, the bar district, like a Soho district. And um, he goes there and develops stuff. I meet him occasionally on passing or I go and see him and chat. He's a wow. big, big Bruce wow. Lee fan. Big Bruce Lee fan. Tell, get Stephen, um, tell Stephen Chow he has to come on this show. We want Stephen Chow. Yeah, you know what? He's so funny. You're more, you're more likely to get him on your show than somebody is from Hong Kong TV and radio because he probably figures the people from here will ask him, um, you know, kind of impertinent questions yeah. and you'll be very respectful, oh, God, which yeah. you would. Of course. And then I'm going to come and kick his ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, by the way, I was talking, you were talking about my book, 36 Chambers of Kung Fu Cinema. It's part one and part two. And what we're going to do in the future is a huge... Um, kind of hardback edition with um, bonus features, and it'll be like Gene Simmons is the Vault. I think that's such a good idea, oh, and that'll be like this massive kind yeah. of Egyptian Book of the Dead. And I will actually come to people's house and deliver it, and then do a kung fu form in their front garden. Will you be charging um, the fifty thousand dollars that Gene Simmons charges for the personal delivery what? service? As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm in. I'm so down for that. I mean, it must be because how many people do you need to do that before you can retire? Yeah. So I'm sure there must be somebody, some some folks out there. Uh, but anyway, but there is going to be a, a special edition later. But as of now, it's print version, uh, the e-copy version, and it's part one. And then I'm doing the Bruce Lee book, which, of course, I'll send all this to you, in. And then part two of 36 Chambers. And then, I don't know, I might, I've written one novel. I might write another novel after that. We're all just turning our noses up at you now. Now you're showing off with novels and things as well. Now he's showing off. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ian's trying to colour in the title <laughs> page of his book. <laughs> um, no, this is still my, it's still my side gig, my main job remains making films we did uh, just did a picture last about a month ago in two months ago in china called vixen which is like a kung fu diehard with a fighting asian female like the modern angela mao yes man trapped in a building we have a wonderful actor brian brian larkin who was in you should have him on your show he was in london has fallen oh yeah Uh, he's like he's in the film he's great scottish actor well listen and then go on yeah no go on you go on we're starting soon on a film called Loser is the Winner, which is going to be like Million Dollar Baby of China. It's about women's boxing. Um, but it's always a pleasure to talk to you. The, the, if you yes. want to go to the website, guys, it's realeast.com, and it's real as in cinema one. real, R-E-E-L, yes. east.com. Anywhere else right. they should go and have a look at, Bay, or is that no, the place? it's all there. The, that's um, the one-stop shop for all your... For all, it's got more funk than a Shaolin monk. There it's we all go. The, all, <laughs> all your confurious needs, go to realeast, w-w-r-e-e-l-e-a-s-t.com. All right, go on. And uh, go, always a pleasure. It's, ne- it's nearly 8 o'clock, Bay. Go and write another book, for God's sakes. <laughs> I will. We will speak again soon, second, brother. You're my second favourite guy called Lee after Bruce, so oh, it's always a pleasure. I love that. Uh, Bay, lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. That, I mean, how can he have so much energy at half past seven in the morning? Coffee? I don't think it is. Mm. He's going to... I bet he was writing a book when he was talking to us. all the voices and everything. I like him. I like him a lot. I know it's a bit geeky, but I, I really do... I, I dig him. Sorry? Hmm? Uh, Smidgen. Well, tell you what, well, let's get someone on to talk about My Little Ponies or something next week. And that's genuine, because you like My Little Ponies. I don't. My kids do. Okay, fine. We'll get your kids on to talk about it. I don't care. I'm not going to listen. Oh, three. Wow. <laughs> sorry? Mm. Oh, three. Sorry? You're not sorry, though. No. Oh, three. 
whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Well, that guy Sam has just sent me an email. and uh, So he's legit, is he? Well, he's just sending you this from my work email, so you know I'm legit. Yeah, all right, Sam, because you can fake emails. I'm not stupid. You and Cash Names will be on the door. You'll have two seats reserved. (gasps) And I'll be there to say hello. If you can't make it, no worries. I still like to talk about Film Night Ring. If there's anything else you need to know, give me an email. Sam! Sam, it's on. Sam, it's on. Um, good evening, Ronnie. Hello there. Hello, Ronnie. Welcome yes. To, welcome to the show. I got transferred to you because I was looking for George Galloway. Okay, you're a little bit late. Well, they never told me that. Well, 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 well you've you also got the wrong station. But listen, but listen to all your techno geek stuff there. Yeah. It's a wee bit above my head. I know. You know, what do you mean, you know? You don't know me. Well, I, I know that you're two and a half hours late for the show you wanted to talk to, and you don't know the name of the radio station, but still, it's nice uh, to talk but, to you, Ronnie. Uh, 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 but I could be a techno geek. Okay. Just like you. Okay, well, okay. You know, so, uh, what were you talking about there? Because. So, wait, what, so it was I'm above a your head. normal guy, right? No, wait a minute. No, it was above give your head. Re-sign. I, I give was me a right. resign, please. Give me a resign. Okay. I'm a normal guy. Well, I don't know if that's true. And I've been listening to you there for the last. Ten minutes talking okay. to you. You could listen to the whole show on the radio and get a better grasp well, of things. I've been listening to you talking to somebody else here. Okay, yes. And I can't put two and two together and get ten. No. Because it was pretty obvious what we were talking about. It wasn't. No, it wasn't it was, complicated. It wasn't obvious. It was, it was to people. It was to people. Who, it was to people who could think. That. No, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Rewind. Rewind. No, that's that's been a wee bit. There. Mate, you're that's... two and a half hours late for the show you the, for the host you want to talk to, and you don't know the name of the radio no, station. I'm not two and a half hours late. Well, you you are because his y- show, George Galloway's me here. Your George Galloway show. Ago. No, your George Galloway show finished at ten o'clock. Do you know what time it is now? No, listen. It's twelve thirty. Listen to your show for ten minutes. Well, great congratulations. You're talking a load of nonsense about. Well, I've I've listened to you for five minutes. I've listened to you for five minutes. I've got no idea what you're banging on about, so we're quits. Mate, okay, you give up then. Um, No, I'll carry on talking rubbish to to an idiot. I don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) That was cheeky. That was that was below the belt. That was... That was naughty. That was a little bit naughty, Ronnie. I was a bit naughty there, but you liked it. You were so wrong there. You respected it. You respected it, though. I was ready to walk away there, but you went... I went low. I went in low. You did, you did. Okay. I went in low. I was ready to say, cheers, okay, I'm off. All right, Ronnie, thanks for the call, man. All right, cheers. Tatty, bye. He also did say he can't put two and two together and make ten, so, yeah, no. If you want to listen to George Galloway, he's on Friday night, seven till ten. It's half past 12. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Vix has just tweeted, plot twist, that was George Galloway. (laughs) What a fanny. (laughs) Oh, man. Fun tonight. 
Um, late night alternative, weeknights from 10, me and Kath. There's only 30 tickets left for our London show. Isn't that Gosh. crazy, huh? I mean, we may not sell. That could be it now. That's it. We won't sell anymore. But 30 tickets for the show in December. So if you're going to come, I'd suggest getting them. Brighton sold out. Bath is almost sold out. Um, if you go to ianlee.com slash event, then you can... Uh, Get them. Maybe that Dave the teacher could bring a school party. <laughs> Win them over. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, who's on tonight? Martin Kellner's on tonight, isn't it? Of course, he is, it's yeah. a Friday. Martin Kellner will be on uh, at one o'clock through the night. Um, got another 25 minutes. We'll take calls straight to air after this next one, Sam. So you sit back, relax, rest those fingers. You look tired. Um, so if you want to call in, we'll take calls straight to air. But before that, we got Dion. Good evening, Dion. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, Dion. You sound um, sparky. Sparking. Sparky! Sparky! All right, yeah, my mate's just gone. We, we had a bit of a good night. Yes, mate! Yeah. Roll me another one. Exactly. I want to suck it down and touch the devil. Well, I'm 60 in January, so I like to chill out. You might, as well, you might as well have a fat one. one. What's the matter? What's the worst that can happen? You're going you're gonna, to uh, get arrested? I don't think so. Not for a little bit I of don't. pot. No, not at all. Not for a little bit of pot? No, no not at all. Arrest you for pot? Watched a great film earlier. Oh, yeah, go on. It's, it's not very well known. It's called Is it Twitter. Ghostbusters 2? Mm-hmm. Well done, Catherine. Thank you for that. Yes. I get five pence every time someone says that. Go on. No, it's called Twin Town. It's filmed here since Swansea. Twin Town? Yeah, and it's an absolutely brilliant film. It's not very well known. Um, I think I've, I've heard of it. I think I've seen that. I'm just Googling it to see the uh, Twin Town. While working on a roof, Fatty tumbles off a ladder and injures himself, initiating a drug feud. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but I'm aware. I'm aware of it. it. It's a really good film. It's one of them. It's not well known. It's a just good British drama. Good, good old, good old Welsh. Drum. Welsh, 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 British, Welsh, whatever. Welsh. But it is just a good film, you know, and yeah. it, well, it's not well, violent or nasty, you know. Oh, that's a shame. It's eh? just a good well, film. I'm be... happy for him, though. He's had a good night. I want, he's he's got doobie. high, he's watched a movie, he's um, uh, discovered gay it. pleasure with his friend. Mm. It's been a great night. Um, I don't know about, about the gay. But... Come on, man. You're 60. You treat yourself. It's half past 12. They've only just gone home. Treat yourself. You're nearly 60. Have a little fondle. If you don't like it, you never got to do it again. But you might you, yeah. might, you might, do it. Try it. You just might like it. The Beatles did it. Exactly. Paul McCartney and John Lennon sat in a circle with a load of mates and they um, knocked one out together. The Beatles! The yeah. Beatles yeah. masturbating each other! Beatles, eh? Yeah! They were. <laughs> Imagine! With Ringo keeping a steady rhythm? <laughs> yes! So Ringo come on! on well, Ringo on the drum, OK. Paul left-handed. Yeah, we go! And George Harrison probably out of his head on something. Yeah, probably high on drugs, yeah. man. I'm so yeah. high on drugs. I've taken a drug and I'm high on it, man. Oh, God! Let me go and write a song. Something in the way she moves. High on drug, George Harris. I'm George Harrison. I'm high on drugs, man. I'm so high. Don't remember him talking like that. That's because you never met him when he was as high as the time I met him. He was that high. Um. So good night, was it, Dion? Yeah, I did. I tell you what's going to happen, Dion. I'm going to put someone through to you, and I just want you to say when I at the count of right, count to three, and then say hello, okay? 
If you want. Ready, steady, go. Hello. No, count. Count to three. Count to three. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. Fat Talk Radio. Yes, it is. Hello. How can I help? Oh, sorry. It's Carol. I've been phoning a few times. Um, Where are you calling from? Swinton. That's where I live. Swinton? Swindon. Wiltshire. You sound like you've got a Lancashire... Yeah, well, that's because I'm a Rochdale girl. Right, that's where my family are from. What is it? Whereabouts? Yeah, they're from Whitworth. Whitworth? Oh, that's a posh bit. I'm from Castleton. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been there for a long time. I live down south now. But no, my family are all in the area. Yeah. Yeah. What was you calling in for? No. I was just phoning up because I wanted to shame a selfish woman on radio. My friend, yeah, bless her, my closest friend is paralysed and she went to see the Arctic Monkeys um, at the O2 last last weekend. Yes. And uh, and I, I said um, to her, did you have a nice time? And she said, uh, yeah, it was all right. But I, went, I had to wait 10 minutes outside the toilet. I thought, what are you talking about, 10 minutes? Said uh, well, come walking out. Yeah, all two. This is. She come walking out the toilet. There's nothing wrong with her. She was just a lazy cow. Well, definitely. I've been to and the I thought, I went there. That's a bit off, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I went there a few years ago. She's disabled. It's not the best place to go. Because it's well, what do you expect her to do? Sit at home, what, what, looking at a pot plant for the rest of her life. <laughs> Just, that's what people think people in wheelchairs do honestly uh, there's no wrong with her brain she can go out of her house she went yeah. all the way from where she lives in Norfolk to the all two and yeah. she's got to wait 10 minutes how did paralysed people go to the toilet do you know mm-hmm. it's nothing like what you do with able bodied if you're paralysed, the inside plumbing doesn't work. Well, you if you're get... uncertain now, the best thing to what do is... What she's supposed to do? Do you know what she does? She has a catheter inside her. Exactly. Plastic tube. It's a plastic tube. So you get shoved in when you have an operation. It's called ca- a catheter. Yeah, I know and what one is, yeah. Um... She has to st- sellotape that to her leg... Well, actually, if you go, if you go on Amazon, and I thought this is behind. This is a blue badge toilet. It's got a picture of a wheelchair. And this girl come out. I said, "Did you say anything?" She said, "No." I said, "I would have." I just said, "Excuse me, love. I think you've left your wheelchair in the toilet." <laughs> well, maybe she didn't really mean. Ladies' toilet and a gents' toilet right next to the. I tell you what, if it couldn't get worse, 
she went to the, the lift to try and get downstairs to the other floor. The lift is packed with lazy people. And well, I said, did you say anything? She said, no, this, um, this man did. And he said, excuse me, everybody, there's a sort of escalators down there. This lady's in a wheelchair, if you don't mind. Get out. Well... I thought that's what I would have said and all. Didn't she have anyone with her? Selfie. Yeah, a, a fiancé. But he's not as dobby as me. But why should she... Why are people so ignorant and selfish? Well, I wouldn't say they're selfish. Well, why, why are they... They're selfish. She said that we were there, the lift was coming out, up, down. It was full before it even got to the floor that she was on. And I couldn't believe it. I've chatted to her on the phone and she told me about it. And I said, people, some people want a punch in the mouth, honestly. She's on wheels. She don't, if she goes to the doctors and says, oh, doctor, I'm a bit cheesed off with being in a wheelchair now. Can I have some leg transplant? They say, do you know what they say? Sorry, Laura, unlucky. Send her home. Honestly, I was so mad. So I wanted to do a call out for the lazy girl who held my friend who's paralysed made her way outside a toilet with a picture of a wheelchair on it for 10 minutes because I thought you can have Miss Selfish Miss Lazy award for this month. What do you think about that then? I think it was disgusting because Ian was talking about Mary Whitehouse the earlier on and the other thing I wanted to ask him um, he was going on about interviewing somebody one uh, yesterday two fellas who are they? I've never heard of them and he was so excited I didn't want to ring up and say who are they when he was all interviewed because I thought that I don't like upsetting people, you know. But I, would, I just wondered what him and Kath thought about that. Trish. Maybe or two. It's, it's, it's mean. Think about other people for a change instead of thinking about yourself all the time, honestly. But... Anyway, that was all I wanted to say. I've only just woke up. I've been told this tonight. What are you beefing on about? Me? I've got yes. an illness. Yeah, it's called myelagic encephalitis. Dear, dear, dear. I've got that what a radio programme this is. I can't even remember. Did we get a word in Edgeware here? I've all the time. What? Did we get a word in Edgeware here? No, cos I can't shut up. Just shut it, that. pal. Just nice. shut it, pal. Say nicely, please, can you shut up? What are you beefing on about? I, Who's that? I just 
Table. And um, the thing where's about Carol eBay is. Wait, no, where's Carol though? Oh, I'm shit. enjoying that, man. You were? Right. I, I was enjoying that. Can Carol phone back? Because I, I'd much rather listen to her than you, mate. No, she's far, far, far more interesting. Couple of now, I, hopefully, that, uh, hopefully she'll call back while I'm on the phone and me and her can have a chat because you're just boring, man. And you're, you're a nasty piece of work. I don't like you. I, I, don't, I don't even really? know you and I don't like you. Yeah. And? Yeah. Go to bed, yeah. man. No. Go to bed. No. No. No one tells me what time to go to bed. Phoning up nice people and, and having a go at them and yeah. Put a bed, buddy. Yeah, yeah nice night. people, and then you call up, eh? Say it again, man. <laughs> nice people calling, and then, and then you bring in and ruin it all. Oh, he gone? Come on, Vinny, ring in. Oh, I'm dry. What the hell? Ken, come on. We don't care anymore. <laughs> oh, I could hide beneath the wings of the blue boy as she sings. 
This is quality radio, and you don't get this anywhere else. Talk sport, ain't got nothing on this. LBC, <laughs> closed down. And uh, you're a rotten singer. A rotten singer, yeah. <clears throat> is this Carol again? It's not your living, though, is it? It's not your living, is it? Not my living, no. What you do? Hello? Strong silence, I love it. Beef, beef, or I'll forever hold you, peace. You can hold my pace. My pace. Push my pace. I've got a microscope to hand. I've got a magnifying glass. It's not a magnifying glass. The big plastic screen like the ones my nan used to watch the telly on. Well, what did I do before? Tiny peni. They love tiny peni. <laughs> but I couldn't eat a whole one. Actually, I could. I wouldn't even notice. Anyway, that's Talk Radio. Hello. Hello. It's Carol again. Oh, hello, love. How are you doing? I'm all right. Who's that man there? Isn't he rude? I'll tell you what. With a tiny penis. No wonder. No wonder. He's just been so mean to everybody. He's left mm. now, isn't he? We're on his own because... Nobody wants to talk to him because he's not very nice to people. Just shut it, pal. Excuse me, please shut it if you don't mind. It's off if you don't mind. On on that bombshell. On that bombshell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that took a very, very dark turn at the end there, guys. I think we dumped that, didn't we, Sam? We dumped that. Okay, well, a nice little bit of late night. Friday night. Yeah, Friday Call night. straight to air. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Oh, Martin Kellen is in the studio. Good evening, Martin Kellen. Yeah, I'm uh, going to not swear. How about that? I don't think you, ca- I don't think you can not. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, it's a delight to be here again. We're it's... a bit delirious. Sorry, Martin. Yeah. But I know it feels Why like not? you're walking in on an in-joke and you're not. It's just, we, we, we're both so tired. <laughs> We've gone a little bit loopy. It's a bit of a fever dream it's in here It's nice at the to see a grown-up person uh, after so many hours of just looking at Kath. Yeah. Martin <laughs> Kellner will be on 1 o'clock till one 5 o'clock. o'clock. 1 o'clock till what, 5 o'clock, What have you got yeah. tonight? 
Oh, I've no idea. Well, we're talking... Uh, interesting if we've got a couple of guys live from uh, the United States, whereas yes. we know Hurricane Florence is about to yeah. uh, hit... Well, it started uh, hitting there. And we'll be talking to somebody live in Phoenix, Arizona, which is Uh-oh. about 1,500 miles away from the uh, eye of the storm. Yeah. But it would be interesting to get a perspective of somebody who's nowhere near it. Right, yeah. yeah. But we will also be talking to somebody from Charleston... Is it North Carolina or South Carolina? I don't know. Carolina. Anyway, we're wherever it is. I don't know, America. Um, so, is, and we're going to get the... Uh, we'll also be talking to our own our own Met Office here yes. at Exeter in Devon. And the the tail end of Tropical Storm Helena is going to hit us on uh, Monday. Yeah. And apparently it's going to be warm, wet and windy. I love talking about the weather. So oh. basically we're going to talk about the weather for four Warm, hours. wet and windy? That sounds like a night out on the tiles for yes. me. Yeah. And uh, our, uh, our subject is not dead yet. Yes. It's the fantastic Dolly Parton. Um, oh, yeah. Who's, what, what's Dolly Parton? She's over 70 now? Yeah. Over 70, or late 60s, Kath, certainly. Tell, tell him your Dolly Parton um, oh, tell libel. Him. What? Tell him your Dolly Parton. Oh, Part- she's covered in tats. Covered in tats. Yeah, she always wears long sleeves. Look it up on the yeah. on the internet. There are some. Yeah, snaps look it up of it. on the internet, Martin. It must be true. Seriously, <laughs> Jennifer Saunders says that she flashed them at her. Did really? Mm-hmm. Wow! And she always wears long sleeves. Well, flash her arms it. or flash her tits. Oh, she's got like a. Full... What? You said you weren't going to use foul language. She's that's got. Yeah, that's allowed. Got... I'm told that's allowed. She's got them on both. Really? Yeah. Blimey. Well, she's not talking about that, but she will be talking about how she remains so fantastically toned uh, at the age of the late 60s or whatever. And uh, she says if there's anything that's bagged, sagged or something or other, she always uses the same quote. She has it, um, she has a tuck. A suck. Please. What are you doing That's what she said. I, what she I said. saw her in concert at the O2, and she mimed for some of it. Yeah, well, everybody she... does these days, though. They no, all do. not the classics, not the no. heritage artists. Well, obviously the monkeys wouldn't do no, that. No, the uh, Beach Boys wouldn't mind. Beach Boys, no. Dolly mimed? No. Disappointed. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me that, that she might. But anyway, she's talking yeah. about that, and yeah. so she's on Not Dead Yet, okay. and we'll... Oh, yeah, the, the and we're talking about Russia, obviously, all that stuff. Um, new theft, people stealing catalytic converters from under your car, if you've got... Oh, yeah, yeah I've, I've, that's been going on. I've heard about that, Yeah, because um, they cost a fortune. They do. They're, they're full of uh, precious metals. There's rhodium and precious elements. Yeah. Uh, and if these guys go to an area where people have got lots of, uh, you know, lots of Range Rovers and expensive cars yeah. and things, and they whip out a whole load of them, they can uh, sell them for scrap. Okay. Well, that, listen, that is coming up at one o'clock. Stay tuned because it, yeah, he's, he's in a please, feisty mood. Sake, stay tuned. I think he's going to drop a swear, <laughs> and, and probably a sexual swear. It might even be the big one. We just don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's a competition for you. When you hear the, when you hear the swear word, phone in. That's your cue to call. <laughs> yes, your your, your c word to call. Back yes. on Monday. <laughs>